Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Afa to my Sika, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt Scott, how are you doing today? I'm good, but I'm trying to be the rock, Mari. I want to I get that people's elbow in here. I want to rock bottom everybody. There'd be, like, there'd be no rock with no, uh, without Afa and Sika. I, I, you know me, I have no respect, but thank you for having me here uh, again and welcoming me back, even though I'm a, I'm a disgrace uh, to this podcast sometimes. Stop it. Stop it. We're here to uplift. We're here to uplift ourselves. Um, Crazy week in wrestling, I would say. I really good week. Um, Fastlane was amazing. We had a great Fastlane uh, watch party with some of our Rehap patrons. Uh, just want to shout out all of the patrons who joined us on the Fastlane watch party. Thank you so much. It was such a great night. Um, you really made our day. The chat was so fun. And hopefully we can do something like it again. Uh, Matt, what did you think about Fastlane? Yeah, so the show itself was definitely like enhanced just by being there with the patrons. I feel like I was looking back and forth a lot between like my Discord chat and just, uh, you know, the actual show and, and chatting with everyone about everything that's going on. So that was awesome. And yeah, we need to do that again soon for WrestleMania. Do something again soon for WrestleMania. Yes, like hopefully going forward, we want to do more patron um, uh, theme groups and, and and hangouts and stuff like that, especially with, you know, the pandemic. Unfortunately, we can't all be together yeah. uh, for our, you know, our normal like the know-it-alls or anything like that, but we love to hang out with you guys virtually. That's why we are constantly asking you guys for feedback and and um, just for interaction and because we just, again, love talking to all of the listeners, all of the patrons. Uh, thank you so much uh, for making this such a great experience for the both of us. I think I can speak for us when I say that, right, Matt? Yeah, LOL. Lots of love. That's what it's all about. Thanks a lot for for all of the love that you give us, whether it's those five stars, whether mm-hmm. that's it's just reaching out and letting us know your thoughts about the show. Um, you all have been awesome for this whole uh, last few months. So thanks mm-hmm. for being with us on the journey. It's been really cool. Yes. So again, you can always email us at uh, wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. You can uh, engage with us on social media at hashtag wrestling rehab up. We also have our own account on Twitter at wrestling rehab up. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? So you can find me at Matt Scotchy W on social media, on Twitter, especially. You can also find me in the RHAP patrons group on Facebook and in the unofficial group. Job has a squad cast. Um, but reach out. You know, now is actually almost the perfect time to uh, uh, become a patron if you're considering it. The thing to do, the thing that I recommend as a patron is to sign up on April 1st, right at the start of the month, so you don't get charged for March and then for April. But mm-hmm. it's the perfect time to become a patron because there's a lot happening. We have WrestleMania coming up. It's like our main event, essentially. So um, definitely uh, consider that and let me know if you have any questions about that. Mari, where could people find you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. I'm also on stereo at that same uh, that same handle, uh, Mari Talks Too Much. Uh, yes, like Matt said, please uh, join our, our patron, um, the RHAP patron 
Patreon, sorry, because <laughs> uh, there's lots of really good things there. And again, we too are going to try and do um, as many patron exclusive things as possible. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Find us at the Reality TV Rehap Ups. Um, again, oh, this is we're on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is just a scant two weeks away. Um, after this, we will see where we go with the podcast. Uh, the more you guys reach out, the more you guys tell us uh, what you want to see from us or not want to see from us, the more we'll know if we want to um, continue after WrestleMania. So please, please give us all of the feedback uh, you can. Other than that, Matt, I think, I mean, this week, again, this week was bananas. Uh, starting, starting with just up top, we got some of the um, WrestleMania card. They started, uh, yeah, they started telling us what matches were going to be on which nights. And uh, let me just recap that. Let everybody know. Let our listeners know what we yeah. have so far. Just, just announcements for what's going to be on each night. So, as of right now, the uh, WWE Championship uh, match: Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is all on night one. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. We're going to get Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. And the Raw Tag Team. Oh, I said and. There's a few more. Uh, the, the Raw Tag <laughs> Team Championship, The New Day uh, versus AJ, Style, AJ Styles and Omos. Um, and then finally, we get Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman on uh, night one, uh, yeah. Saturday, April April tenth. So that looks like that's going to be a really good card, Matt. Definitely action packed that day. Yeah. So there's a lot happening. And then there's night two. If if mm-hmm. one night isn't enough, um, what is on night two, Mari? So on night two on Sunday, April eleventh, we have the Universal Championship match: uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Now versus Daniel Bryan. We'll uh, we'll get into all of this uh, during the highlights. Um, but uh, we also get the Raw Women's Championship: Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, we're gonna get the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. The Intercontinental Championship match between Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Then finally, we get Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And th- yes. that's everything that's been um, announced for night one and night two so far. So with this announcement, the big, big trending topic on Twitter was blockbuster. <laughs> no. A blockbuster announcement. Mar, you have to hype it up. It is huge. This is history. We are doing something that has never been done before. We are watching history in the making for all of this. Hopefully. That's the, isn't that the big, that's the discourse. Hopefully. So with the, oh. the announcement, I mean, it's still not official yet. As, as far as we know, uh, people started trying to, dis, trying to say, are we getting Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the main event of night one? Uh, uh, main event Banks versus Belair was trending for days. It was all sorts of should Bobby and Drew uh, main event? Should Sasha and Bianca main event? It was crazy. Well, I, I actually may have some what? thoughts on this. Uh, Ryan Pola from WWE is the bump here. Hello. What? Oh, Matt, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God! 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 Oh my God!
I'm on the job. What? My God. <laughs> I didn't even get to do my intro. Oh, my God. Ryan Popola, ladies and gentlemen, he is here. Ooh, once and for all, making history. Ryan Popola. Ah. Okay. Yes. You crushed it. You crushed it. ready. If all of that frantic yelling didn't get you, get your attention, we have Ooh. been joined by none other than Ryan Popola from WWE's The Bump. Hello. Again, the king of the Sasha crew. Oh my yes. God, Ryan, we are so excited to have you here to talk with us today. Happy to be here. Happy to dive in on everything, including uh, the topic y'all were just discussing, which I'm sure we all have a lot of thoughts on. Uh, but yeah, been an exciting week and SmackDown was cool. Everything was cool, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely a lot to talk about on the Sasha Bianca front specifically. Yes. So can we just get your unfiltered thoughts? What do you sure. think about the main event, Sasha versus Bianca? Uh, I have many, yeah, I have many thoughts. So obviously, listen, like, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, if you watch me on WWE's The Bump or any of the other however many things I do for WWE, like, yes. obviously, I think Sasha Banks is the best wrestler alive, and I, I think Bianca mm-hmm. Belair is great. Uh, right. And it's, is that the match I'm most excited for at WrestleMania? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, do I think the historical precedence that would be there if they made event, it would be awesome? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to have an incredible match? Absolutely. Do I have any idea if they'll main event? No, I mean, we're going to find out like the rest of the world. Right, uh, exactly. On the topic, so it was very interesting for me on Monday because they announced, yeah. you know, the night one card on Raw and, you know, some of the stuff happening on night two. And I was just very excited. I was like, cool, Sasha Bianca, night one. We don't have to wait till night two. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I tweeted that out just like, just literally WrestleMania night one. And like, you know, I got, you know, the response I typically get, people interacted. But then I started to hear about the hashtag and see the hashtag. And I looked into mm-hmm. it for a little bit and I said, and that's at, this is like at roughly 1030 Eastern. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, it already picked up a decent amount of steam. I already saw in some circles, it was trending in certain places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I threw out the hashtag. Uh, by, the time I, by the time I threw out the hashtag, it was, at, according to me, I don't understand how Twitter works still for as active <laughs> as I am on it. I was yeah. told and I thought I saw it was trending in the United States. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are like, it wasn't trending. I don't know. It said it was trending for me. <laughs> it was uh, trending. Like, it was trending. Yeah, I, as best I know, it trended in the United States. I think it might have trended worldwide. I mean, it was a very big, you know, it was yeah. a, a, a low-key phenomenon. And so when I woke up the next morning, it only gained steam. Now there's two hashtags. It's something mm-hmm. people are very passionate about. Um, yeah. My thoughts on it on a broad strokes level, and I'm sure we'll get more into it as we chat more, is that mm-hmm. like, there is no wrong choice, right? It's like, whether it's mm-hmm. Drew and Bobby, Sasha, Bianca, the main event of WrestleMania, those are both great. Oh, something else. Those are great choices. Um, to me, if you just want my strictly, not as someone who works for the company, my fan perspective on it is this. To me, the reason I think Sasha, Bianca would be great for all the past, all the reasons I already said, to me, you know who deserves to be the first person out with a live crowd? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre should get the very first ovation from the WWE universe yes. on night one of WrestleMania. That's not to say he's not deserving of the main event. Of course he is. Of course, Bobby Lashley is. Um, but by that logic, I would love to see that. And then I would love to see Sasha and Bianca the main event. So there's no wrong answer, but that's kind of just my gut reaction to all of it on a very pragmatic yeah. level. Totally. I agree. I agree. And I think, you know, I haven't really thought about this before, but like we've really seen Drew over the course of the panorama, pandemic, Panama, sunrise, whatever we're going to call Panera bread. Let's just get in all the different different uh, synonyms here. You know, we've really seen him lead and carry a lot uh, when it comes to the company. And I think that it's 
it's tough. What are you supposed to do when there's no crowd, when that is literally like the heart of, or at least before the pandemic, I'm sure mm-hmm. WWE would say that that's the heart of what WWE is about, the WWE universe. And so I would love to see him in that match first. And, and Bobby Lashley has just glowed up in a huge way, especially recently, but building on a huge career. So that's going to be huge. And then going back a year, Sasha and Bailey from the start of the pandemic were just killing it and and entertaining. And I, I would love to see Sasha main event and close the show, let alone the fact that uh, we would have two black women main eventing WrestleMania. Like, what is going on? Thank you for whoever put that in place and who gave who's giving us this um, because that means a lot. Uh, I mean, personally, just looking at what the world has been like in the last year, it's I'm pulling for it. I'm hoping for it. I'm going to be uh, eating my vitamins and saying my prayers for, uh, well, um, for that one. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I, I just I, that's why I always want to say possibly. And, you know, it might happen. Just we because, won't know like, to the night of more than likely. You know, it's like we yeah. probably won't know to the night of. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree fine. with that. So. That's why I'm just like I I I guess I'm keeping my expectations low <laughs> so I don't they don't get crushed but I just I I just honestly feel like I would of course as a black woman this would mean so much to me yeah. but I just also yeah. think I I like that whole the the rumble winner gets to main event WrestleMania and that's hard to do when there's only one night of WrestleMania you know in the past they've had to sacrifice that mm-hmm. um for certain reasons because they only had one night we have two nights here we have two nights two rumble winners to me it just seems cut and dry like you can't give me and um a reason why that shouldn't be that cut and dry and then on top of that add just the amazing work that sasha and a lot of what bailey were doing all of last year Mm. keeping the ratings up keeping everything going um and then bianca's amazing talent that they've been pushing for the past four months she's been on everything every interview she she says i just i'm on the edge of my seat um right she's so amazing so again i'm just like i where where is the logic in not putting this on as the main event um sasha's mainstream appeal like her uh, those those star uh star track really oh wow mari uh, they're coming from Mandal- the mandalorian star <laughs> yeah wars. the star wars i know i drag know. her drag her I'm at not, mari talks too much <laughs> Like number two, two, the number two. Yeah. 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 Please, yeah, tracker. Yeah, me, I want all the stuff. But yeah, just that that mainstream yeah. appeal. Like, please, just give it to me. And I, I agree. I didn't even really think of it like that, Ryan. Like, we need a good curtain jerker. Like, honestly, that's what. That's that's what that spot is for. And Drew does, I think Drew does deserve his flowers. He's been carrying the raw side of things as well. So. Yeah, let his music hit. Let him get that big standing ovation first. But it, you know, it doesn't matter. I, 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 all I know is, depending on where uh, Sasha and Bianca goes, that that's going to be the end of the show for me. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. But, but, to, but to that point, Mari, it's like you know, like you know, in most circles, in most circles, the two best, uh, the two most celebrated WrestleMania matches of all time are Stone Cold versus Bret Hart and Shawn mm-hmm. versus Taker. Neither of those matches were last. Sean and Taker were literally exactly. in the middle of the card. Like, yeah. you know, like when they call a bunch of matches in the build up to WrestleMania, the main event, that's not clever marketing. For some people, the main mm-hmm. event happens for like, especially in modern day manias, when there's just eight banana matches and like, you know, <laughs> it's just like, like the most, you know, the most anticipated match for someone 
is not going to be the most anticipated match for someone else. So exactly. that's where I, my, my genuine stance for as much as I love Sasha and as much as I root for Bianca, and I'm sure we'll talk about their dynamic here in a few lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, there's no wrong answer. Personally, yes, I would love to see that be the last match. But yeah. wherever it happens, I do genuinely believe it's a main event. I do think the definition of main event has shifted somewhat, or you can apply it differently to different things in this day and age in 2021. Totally. Um, yeah. But yeah, last thing on Drew, it's like, you know, the most powerful WrestleMania moment last year was him looking right to the camera with no one in the audience. And like, you know, you really felt yeah. that moment full circle for him to come out first, I think would be a very cool thing. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. 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 And I think I, I like what you were saying there about just like, the you know, it, so there's only one match that gets to be first and only one match gets to be last each night, mm-hmm. but looking up and down the card, it's, like we're gonna see a lot of really interesting, amazing Stack, stuff. And while, yeah. like, while for us, like, there are clearly we've already uh, shown some of our biases towards certain people and, and certain mm-hmm. matches. But like, the reality is that this is just a stacked card. Yep, and I would is. just say, if anything, like, don't overlook or don't sleep on what anyone has going on. Like, we just saw Oscar yep. and Rhea Ripley announced, and mm-hmm. and that's gonna be amazing, right? But it, you know, we probably will be spending a lot of time talking about Sasha as about say Sasha and Bailey Sasha and Bianca and so you know what it is there's something for everyone every match has a has a different spot and purpose and we we try to make uh, we try to have fun watching all of it and and so yes, I think exactly. that this is going to be a really fun one to watch. Yeah, no matter what happens, you you know our motto, our our vibe is we positive vibes as much as possible. Yeah. Um yeah. we always are here to support the wrestlers themselves. So I am I'm I am really excited going into this WrestleMania. Um so I think we 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 Got a little bit of that out of the way. So let's go into our highlights of the week. Every week, we do uh, highlights from each show, SmackDown, Raw, uh, NXT. This week, we're going to start with SmackDown because like we said, we have a special guest here and we just love, we want to hear it. We want to hear all your thoughts on SmackDown. So we have to just segue straight into uh, what we've been talking about. We got further continuance of the Bianca and Sasha feud. Uh, We got Bianca versus Natty. They had a match. Sasha was on commentary and uh, the tension is the tension is boiling over yeah. at Fastlane. Uh, Sasha and Bianca uh, were not able to t- take the tag titles from Nia and, Sa- and Shayna. So many like same like letter names. everywhere. Uh. <laughs> so um, so after the match, they had a yelling match. Shayna called um, Bianca a rookie and then Sasha Shane again. Sasha smacked the taste out of Bianca's mouth. It was Ooh. amazing. It was like a, a few slaps there, and what, it was just you, so good. What did you think about Bianca's reaction? What did each of you think about Love Bianca's it. reaction to being slapped? Because I have to say personally, I appreciated the fact that she didn't snap. She <laughs> was like, "I just got slapped hard." <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. But I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah. And I'm going to make up for this. And I was like, damn, that's the attitude. That's the energy I need everywhere. But like, what did you two think as the members of the Sasha crew? Were you just happy to see Sasha take one out of, out of Bianca there? Tell, tell me the truth. 
Uh, so I, I was on the the watch along for WWE during it, and when it happened, yeah. I, I believe there was an audible gasp out of me. Like, what's cool? <laughs> like, so what's been so great to see about Sasha over the last, you know, really since uh, you know the pandemic started, but specifically since the title reign has begun, is she hasn't changed, right? Like right. the Sasha we saw in July is not that much different than the Sasha we've seen since October, since everything with Bailey kind of right. came to head, and I love that. However, there is that just slight knob that she can turn from the eight and a half that she's at right now to a 10 when it comes to the, Mm -hmm. when you think of the boss, like, you know, Mm -hmm. that extra level. Right. And so I, I prefer it when she's there, quite honestly, it's like, you know, it's just, it's to me, it's just like, you know, she's the best regardless of, you know, how she's approaching things on a week to week basis. But when she's on that end level, when it comes to just the absolute most of her persona, I think that's when she's just at her absolute sharpest. And that's what, Sunday was, and I'm sure we'll get the Friday in a second, but that's definitely yeah. what Friday was. But I, uh, and then to Bianca's reaction, I loved it. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, cause, you know, sometimes it's very easy for me to go on all these shows I do and be like, well, I can't stand Sasha's opponent. Well, I really like Bianca Belair. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, uh, I really like her. I've, I've gotten the chance to chat with her several times and she couldn't be a more lovely person. And she might be literally the best athlete in all of WWE. Oh my God. Uh, like, you know, and her progression you know, since joining NXT, but especially people forget she joined the main roster the day after Mania last year. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and Raw, excuse me, the day after yeah. Mania last year. So, like, you know, and we'll probably get into the rookie thing. Bianca's not a rookie in the truest sense of the word, but she is under a year on Raw mm-hmm. and SmackDown. So, right. uh, I kind of, what I liked about that reaction was her going, like, all right, checking her watch. There's still three weeks till mania. Uh, you know, I yeah. can't, I, I don't know if now is the right time to go full throttle after one slap. It, it, yes. I think everything that everyone's been anticipating about where this could go really started to materialize on Sunday, which I thought was really cool. Exactly. And yeah. you also have to think about like, if you actually get slapped, you're going to be shocked. I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, Especially the velocity and force at which she was slapped. Like, yeah, tell us about the science behind this one. The velocity, (laughs) the force, the inertia was, yeah, yeah, all overwhelmed. It was impactful. Yes, it was impactful. If you haven't seen it, I'd look it up. Uh, yes, yeah. and I I loved it. I I did, and I I agree. We've been talking about it for weeks. This 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 um storyline is a slow build, and it rightfully is so. And I'm liking that we finally got like Ryan said that knob is slowly going all the way up to yeah. ten, maybe eleven. Yeah, and so at, at Fastlane we get the slap. Bianca just rightfully, smartfully is like, if I beat her now then I can't beat her at mania. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I do the damage now, yes, I, I can't get the title at mania. It's so smart. Like this is so smart, logical booking. I love this. And the simple fact that people are out here, um, going at the storyline saying the storyline is trash. And it's just to me, you guys say you want long-term story building, but then you, you don't want to wait for it because this is what this is textbook long-term story building and it's just getting amazing and then it went into before um bianca's match with natty she had a backstage segment and she said exactly that she said Mm -hmm. you know sasha slapped me and i i kept my cool because i want to take her title at wrestlemania i want to do the things that i wanted to do to her then at wrestlemania and take her title it's so That's all that needs to be said, you know, it's yes. like, you know, and then it leads into everything, which I'm sure we'll get to in a minute. But yeah, I thought it hit on every level possible. 
Yes. Yeah. And I'll just say that someone needs to call, start calling, we should start calling Bianca the role model because (laughs) I actually like really appreciate it where I was like, that would be the best response. Like if someone once slapped me across the face, like I'm not going to go and like try to spine buster them and just go after them and the refs are refs in real life. Maybe, maybe if I was the 24 seven champion, the refs would be there, you know, pulling me off. But it's like, you know, I I appreciate it. It's like, yeah, keep a cool head, know what's worth fighting for, worth playing for, and then go for it then. And it's like, wow, I appreciate it. I've been saying this for for a few months, but it's like, Bianca, you're not only the strongest and fastest and all the, all the other ESTs, but also like definitely one of the smartest, um, Mm -hmm. just in terms of not reacting irrationally, which I appreciate in the character. For sure. Yes. So we got the Bianca and Natty match. Great match, of course. It's Natty and Bianca. Uh, But we mostly focus on Sasha on commentary and, you know, her going back and forth with Michael Cole and Corey Graves, just talking about how, you know, Bianca is, she's a rookie. She, she cost us that match. I had it all under wraps. And then in the middle of the match, Bianca returns the favor and slaps Sasha. (laughs) This slap was louder than most explosions. Like, it was like, I, I know we just talked about Sundays, but I, I, it was so ungodly loud. Like, like uh, and Sasha's three-finger ring came on. Like, I mean, it, yep. it was just like so much so calamity <laughs> happened in a small period of time. Uh, but I, like, I'm sure we'll keep going. But like, I, I just like, I, I was... Uh, bamboozled to quote Richard Ash from Survivor All Stars, like yes. it was just unreal. <laughs> so good, like t- and Sasha, Sasha sold that slide. I thought she was dead. Honestly. I, I was worried. I was. Oh my! She just goes flat. Oh my gosh! Just the dramatic retelling of it all. Uh, yeah. All these slaps. Come on. And then yeah. Bianca was able to get back into the ring and focus on Natty because you know sometimes this is where you lose your focus right. and you lose the match, but. Bianca was able to get her focus, pin Natty, get the one, two, three. She couldn't enjoy it for long because <laughs> Sasha recovered in enough time to deliver a backstabber. Um, and as Bianca was, you know, writhing on the, the mat, uh, uh, Sasha continued to call her a rookie and said, I'll see you at WrestleMania. And again, I just, this is so good. It's, it really is good. And I, and I, again, I get at first, we were all like, where is this going? Because, you know, face versus face matches can be boring sometimes. It, it just happens depending on how the build is. But this was yeah. just a smart, smart build. You do the slow tension. They clearly liked each other, had had um, respect for each other. So you have to turn that respect into, okay, now I'm coming for you and I want to take that that title. Well, so, and it makes uh, a lot of sense, too, because like we... Like you would imagine that there's a lot of admiration between them potentially, you know, but I think like we we got to see that and then we got to see it turn and flip. And I think that's so important. And, and you know, you don't always get that like, OK, like I think uh, Drew and Seamus is a good example where there's a lot of work of like going back and saying, here's the relationship in case you didn't know. But I don't think we really necessarily saw the the love between them before they just start going at each other because they're just two big, big, meaty men slapping meats. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think what we get got here was cool because it's like, we know that the turn's going to happen. Sasha just can't help herself. Uh, yeah. And so I'm 
look, I want to see Sasha full force uh, heal in this scenario. That's what I want. And I know I think about the uh, broken skull sessions, which I know some of our listeners were asking us to talk about when it came to Sasha Mm -hmm. and we need her to, to beat that Bianca Belair ass. Uh, That's what (laughs) we need. (laughs) And I love Bianca, but yeah. No, it's like, and I think to your point, it's really cool when you see uh, the next level of it begin, mm-hmm. right? So it's exactly. like all, all the Reginald stuff was the first level or its own yes. level. Since Sunday, Sunday built to Friday, and now there's two weeks of TV left still until Mania. And like, you exactly. know, I, I don't want to use a re- on the road to WrestleMania pun, but like, you know, no, it is please. literally, like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know if I have one, but like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, those two weeks of television are going to be an extension of what we saw on Friday, which at least small sample size, but all three of us really freaking dug it. Like, exactly. you know, and it's like, and so it's like, I know to Mari, to your point, it's like, you know, uh, I understand people, you know, wanting you know what they want and being impatient because they want it now but like when you get there it's so rewarding and we're there exactly. and we still, wrestlemania is not today or tomorrow we got time like you know exactly. and so uh i'm yeah. really excited to see where we go from here and yes. this and we were kind of talking about i think last week just about scenarios for wrestlemania looking ahead and i don't think we'll get into that a ton today but just thinking about that match like the, some of the best storytelling is that really, really long-term storytelling. When you don't get that thing that you think you want, and then you mm-hmm. get that down the line, like that's what I want. Um, yep. And I was kind of getting into that with uh, with my ma- mania predictions. I don't want to make anyone mad, but uh, I, I feel like Sasha's uh, getting a little bit overconfident, and I have a feeling that that might not work out for her at Mania. Uh, sorry, Sasha Crew. By the way, uh, I'm like Sasha Crew adjacent, so uh, <laughs> no, no you're hate. Either no in hate or you're, out. you're either in or you're out. I do think no that's, I, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it works. That's okay. We can talk about it. Wow. <laughs> but go back to your point, though. It's like, and that's the thing. It's like, and I said this on the bump after, uh, on the I said it on the watch long after they, uh, they lost an Iron Channel last Sunday. It's like, this was worth the try, right? Like, you know, uh, like, and who knows, maybe two years from now, less, more, Sasha and Bianca will be the greatest tag team in the history of the women's division. We don't know, right? It was not meant to be now, but that is now part of their journey to WrestleMania. And I think that enhances that journey. I don't think yes. it detracts from it. Agreed. And uh, while we have you here, we might as well ask you. Uh, there's I, always, I say, I say, I, I think I said I'd rather, um, Sasha turned full heel at WrestleMania to keep the title to win. And I think Matt said that he'd rather that Bianca won I, at WrestleMania. I'd rather, yeah, but I'd rather see Sasha. Like, I think of Sasha Bailey. Sasha's, I always think of Sasha stomping on Bailey's hands. Like, that's what I, yeah. that's what I want from, from Sasha. But yeah, I want Bianca to get that win. She needs so, she so it. where do you want uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> the WrestleMania match to go? Imagine when I came on here, it was like, Bianca's winning. Uh, no, <laughs> I, 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 I like, you know, like, well, like, breaking news. No, so, I mean, Whoa. ultimately, like, you know, uh, ultimately, I'm, and, you know, my history of making picks on any type of program I've ever picked against Sasha, I won't start at yeah. WrestleMania, obviously. Uh, mm. But I do think, like, you know, what I would want just strictly as a fan, listen, if that's if WrestleMania is just their first of several matches over the spring, I think we've all won. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like so like I I will pick Sasha. And then, so to my point from earlier, like you know, 
Bianca's not a rookie. She's been wrestling for several years. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, you know, I'm on record saying Bianca Belair is I've worked, I've worked at WWE in one form or another since 2014. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I've covered a lot of NXT. I've covered a lot of the recruitment classes. Bianca Belair is the most can't miss prospect I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you know, and that, that might be as for some people that might be a narrow definition, but for me, it's just like, you know, out of everyone I've seen come through the doors that I've had the pleasure of talking to, it's like, I've never been more confident in someone becoming a mega, mega star than Bianca Belair. Who am I picking wow. to win at WrestleMania? Though I'm picking Sasha Banks to win that. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like, so I like, you know, I do genuinely like, you know, my, you know, me, the, the Sasha thing has really kind of taken on a life of its own for me on Twitter, right? But the, the stem root of it is that I do genuinely believe all hyperbole and all my theatrics aside, I genuinely believe her to be the best wrestler in the world. So for me, yeah. it is the main event. And wherever it happens, I can't wait for Sasha to get this will be like, you know, her first significant, you know, one on one championship match at WrestleMania. It's gonna be beyond yeah. too, obviously. But you know, and don't get me wrong, Sasha's had some WrestleMania bangers, like you know, WrestleMania thirty two specific. Thirty two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, but one on one, this will be the first of its kind for her. And so I you know, I I'm not picking against the boss in that scenario. I don't pick against her in any scenario, me- but there you go. Just letting you know, I'm 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 like I'm gonna be the proxy for Bianca right now. I'm pointing up at the WrestleMania. So I'll show you. I'll show you. We'll show you. Me and Bianca will show you. You and Sasha. We need a tag team match. Let's get this going. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is going Bianca far. I love Bianca. No, I know. It's much easier when I can dislike the person that's Sasha. Exactly. And 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 either way, I think we we all came to the conclusion. Whoever wins, honestly, I I I think this is one of the first matches. Well, not first, but this is one of those matches where it's like, I'm okay either way. I really am. Oh, 1,000 percent. Yeah, yeah, I will stand and applaud literally live on the internet that evening. Exactly. Like, you know, I'll be crying. So. Yeah, I mean, so uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait for it. I genuinely yes. can't wait for it. Yeah. So we are excited uh, about that. And whew, man, I love it. I love having the leader of the Sasha crew come on and just, <laughs> yes. I keep saying that, but I, you know, I know, I know you live the gimmick. Uh, <laughs> do you so, have, um, just as a, just as a side note, right? Like, like in your Sasha crewness, like, do you have like a Sasha cosplay that you have going on? No, or okay. sm- no, like a, no, no. another level? I, I, I have, uh, I, I, you know, I have many, you know, Thankfully, I work at the company. I'm, I'm able to get my hands on some cool WWE merch. Uh, I have a I have a collection of Sasha shirts, but I have a collection of many superstar shirts. You know what I mean? It's like yes, a, yes. That's, a, that's as far as I go. You will not see me in a blinked out shades Blue and three finger rings anytime soon or ever, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, I support the GOAT every chance I get. The Michael Jordan of wrestling. There you go. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Our next highlights, we have to talk about this. The Universal Championship picture is heated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> we we get Daniel Bryan. This is open the show. Daniel Bryan opened the show by demanding another match with Roman. Um, he talked about how he made Roman tap at Fastlane. Edge comes out uh, mad, underbladed, understandably. understandably so. Yeah, My saying opinion, that. Yeah. Exactly, saying that he earned his spot to wrestle uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and um, he felt like Daniel didn't deserve the match. So I guess the first question to ask you guys is, did Roman Reigns tap out at Fastlane, Ryan? <laughs> so I think so. Uh, if you watch like, the bump, like, oh, 17 Mac believes it was just a finger yeah. wiggle. What does that mean? I don't know. That makes sense. How does anybody finger wiggle a wrestling match for? That's what 17 Mac thinks. I think it was a tap. 
that would be the first tap of Roman's career, albeit unofficially in this case. Uh, but I think so. I, I don't want to get too far out of ourselves because, man, I want to hear from you. But I have loved everything that we've seen since Sunday when it comes to this. But to answer your question directly, oh, yeah. yes, I believe Roman Reigns tapped out. I just, I don't know why I feel like I need to disagree, but I do because it's just like, is it a tap out? He didn't tap out. He just tapped. You know, it's a tap, but it's not a tap out. That's my distinction. Okay. Get me? Since it wasn't official, it's not a tap. It wasn't a tap out. He was tapping. You know, sometimes like tap dancing, we all, you could tap. You could tap. You're allowed to tap in a match. I'm the king of semantics, but even for my semantic case, it's my, be the the biggest reach of all time. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. I'm just She's saying. Yeah. I, make, I make a living. But I, I'm not like, a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just saying. If I were a lawyer, that's my argument. So I'll stick with that. Um, there was no tap out. It was a tap in. If anything, he was tapping in. Being like, okay. right, well, yeah, let's go. With all that. right. I. Holy. I mean, it it was it was a tap. I mean, unfortunately, like unfortunately, but fortunately, of course, I'm a Roman Reigns. I love Roman Reigns. I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan. So he was tapping, but man, that looks so brutal. I love that spot. Like Daniel Bryan just yes, winching back on his arm. I I said it Mm. when we had our uh, watch along. Like if you look, like Roman was getting pale. Like it, he was his arm. Yes, you were saying his arm. Yes, like he was. It looked like. It, they really sold that. Like, I mean, oh my god! Exactly. I was just like, oh my god, that looks so brutal. At, at that point, I was like, tap, Roman, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I just mm-hmm. loved. I loved the subtlety of the tap, and then just Edge being again. Um, Ryan, maybe you yeah. can uh sort this out for us. What is the what does a special guest enforcer really do? As best I know, and Xavier was always talks about this, that the WWE rule is never changing, right? So don't quote me on this. I am just a talk host. I'm an idiot, right? Uh, (laughs) But, you know, as I understand it, my perception of a special guest enforcer is that, you know, really their primary responsibility is if a referee goes down, as one did that night, they Mm -hmm. become the immediate referee so that, you know, Charles Robinson doesn't have to dart out like he did at WrestleMania 24. Uh, Really hit a 40. looked like Usain Bolt that night, but like, you know, you got got a special enforcer there immediately to take over roughing responsibilities. And I think uh, an enforcer is only needed in a case where, you know, uh, you know, shenanigans could go on on the outside, which they often do with Jay and Paul. So I, I, I can see the need for an enforcer to be there that night. Uh, what it has led to has not been fun for any of the three men involved, but been very fun for me. So it's like, you know, but that would be my answer to the enforcer question. So technically, should Edge have called the the tap? I I believe Edge would have been within his jurisdiction to do it, yeah. However, (laughs) that probably becomes a gray area in and of itself. Like, if that scenario happened, I feel like, you know, Roman would be calling foul. I like, you know, and then people I work with, we say it's a finger wiggle, whatever that that means. Like, you know, know, so um, it was going to be a slippery slope no matter what, once the official referee went down. And we're slipping. We're sliding. That makes sense. That that I makes just, a lot of sense. I just I my thought while watching Edge because you're just standing there, and you know what? If I I just want to say right now while we're talking about this that I would have loved to punch that up just a little bit by adding like a lifeguard stand or something, so he has like a nice like. <laughs> he'd have to get down, like you know, he wouldn't be able to. He'd have to like you know. That's a, 
Yeah, that's a great point. Maybe you could like tell, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about that, that later. Like, you can't risk tripping on the road to WrestleMania. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, we, yeah. That's a great point, actually. Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole night, basically, just the whole night. Um, after Edge confronts Daniel Bryan, Adam Pierce says he has to, you know, he'll review all the evidence and he'll figure things out. They start throwing in roadblocks as to why Daniel Bryan can't. Um, uh, have another match for the title. Yep. He says Roman's only uh, next title defense is going to be at WrestleMania. Um, uh, what else did he say? He said uh, he, Daniel, oh, the night Daniel, one, the night two. Daniel proposed the night one, the night two, and uh-huh. Adam Pierce said that wasn't you know copacetic. And Daniel was like, "Well, it wasn't copacetic for me either. I love an Asian exactly. chamber, man." Like, yes, <laughs> yeah. he's like, yeah. So, so I have to uh, wrestle a forty-minute elimination chamber yeah. match and go straight into a title a match. But Roman can't do that. Yeah, so good. I I really liked all of this because uh, I feel like we've all kind of been thinking this is where it was going to be going. But I like that they said reasons as to why. I was hoping Adam, Adam Pierce was just going to say like, uh, well, we already said it's going to be on night two. You know what I'm saying? They already had announced that right. Edge versus Rumble was going to be on night two. So yeah. we're not about to change our schedule for you to get your <laughs> match that you think you're entitled to. Deadline, Daniel! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, that, like, that's a big deal. Like, oh, no, we have all the posters printed up. Like, it's a Google Doc. It's a Google yeah. Doc, and um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we could switch things around if we want. I want to open his computer eight times to show. He's got many responsibilities. I can't can yeah. be going to Excel. You know, but, are not hard to change. It's cool. <laughs> uh, what I, Mario, to your point, what I really liked about it was that nobody on Friday night was wrong. Daniel's yeah. point was great. Edge's point, now, I know that some people are saying, you know, what's the deal with Edge? Or and on a few different levels, but like, you know, sure, Edge has been more aggressive uh, since last week, but nothing he has said has been inaccurate. You know, it's exactly. like, I mean, that like mm-hmm. the makings of a great build up to WrestleMania is when you can, especially when there's more than two people in the match, is when you can point to all three of them and say, well, you might be rooting for this person and I might dislike this person, but everyone's convictions are absolutely correct. Like, you know, exactly. everything Edge said to Daniel on Friday in the, in the second segment was so spot on and so real. It's like Edge is like, you know, whether you like Edge right now or you don't, or whether you were happy he won the Royal Rumble or you weren't, it's like, Everything he said is absolutely true. Everything Daniel said is absolutely true. So when all of that's put in a pot together, it becomes a really, really cool thing. And I think that's why the end of the show hit even harder. I'm sure we'll get to that. But. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, throughout the night, again, we had Roman and Edge lobbying Adam Pierce, saying, like, this isn't fair, blah, blah, blah. Well, not much Roman, but like <laughs> Edge, Edge is really upset, and I I get it. Like he, like he said, he like you just said, uh, twenty nine men. He went through twenty nine men at the uh, at the Royal Rumble, and Daniel just gets to come out here and and <laughs> just demand title shots and stuff. Uh, so mm-hmm. we got to the end. Adam Pierce makes the big announcement that it's going to be a triple threat. And oh my God, all hell just breaks loose. We get uh, both, uh, both uh, Roman Edge and Daniel Bryan all just, yeah. just going at each other. It was, it was chaos. Uh, at some point, Daniel Bryan goes down. Roman has like a chair. It was so much going on. And then, a gnarly spear on Roman. Yes, and then, yeah. 
And then there was kind of like a setup for like maybe a double concerto situation. Like I thought we were going to see, I thought that we were going to see Roman and uh, Daniel Bryan's heads right on the same chair, just edge, boom, taking them both out, you know? But yeah, but they got out of there. Thankfully. They got out of there, which was good, which again, so logical because it took him so long to go and grab the chair. That was great. That was great. I'm going to lay here with my head on a chair. He's been been through a. But yeah, no, I, I, for me, guys, like, you know, it was like, I love, especially on the road to mania when something happens and you're just in your apartment or wherever you are and you just go, <clears throat> like, I made that noise, like during the whole yes. thing, like, like, it was just like every layer of it. And like, you know, uh, again, like, you know, I, I don't dislike any of these guys, right? Like, I, I, yeah. I love Roman Reigns. I love Edge. I love Daniel Bryan. I, who am yeah. I rooting for? I don't know, I'll figure it out. I got, Who knows? Yeah. I, got, I got two weeks to figure it out. But like, you know, it's like, but everything about it, it was just like that match had been official for all of what, five minutes. And I all, yeah. but again, there's already been so much leading up to it that by the time we reach that point and the show closes with Edge just sitting there kind of like, you know, like Edge is like, how did any of this happen? Like, yeah. you know, like any of it, not just the last 10 minutes. Like, how did any of this happen? It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of really cool layers there. And I really like where we're heading with it. And I just think the match is going to be great. I like, know. I just think, like yeah. you know, as triple threats go, it's just such an interesting combination of people. All three have a really cool comeback story. Like, exactly. you know, yeah. all, all three of like, you know, this year alone have had, just had some great, literally the, the year's only what, three months old. Roman versus KO at rumble is a classic. The elimination chamber is mm-hmm. a classic edge versus, you know, edge winning the Royal rumble is a classic moment. You, you know, so it's just like, there's a lot to look forward to at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, somebody had pointed out, like, all three of these men at one point weren't medically cleared to wrestle. You know exactly. what I'm saying? They are all coming back from, like, health odds and, and just beating those odds and doing the thing that they love. It's just so inspiring. And it's just crazy to think about. Yeah, it, it is. Literally, it's 2018. Yeah. literally, at one point in 2018, or three mm. years ago, you know, two or one or three of them were not medically cleared at one yeah. point. That's all three years ago, you know? Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's wild. And I think the the interesting thing to me is that it's also kind of, I mean, it's definitely not, under, well, yeah, it's kind of understated, like how incredible that is that they're all actually in the ring together. I was saying that, I've said it over the last couple of weeks, but like, what? Like, this is actually, like, I'm I'm dying to see this match just because of all of the odds, all of the obstacles, real life like obstacles that people have faced, and I think it if if you don't have respect for all three of these guys for just being here today, then yeah. like I think you're overlooking something. And I'll also just add like their experience um, for me, looking at what Roman's done and and where he's been. Edge, of course, Daniel Bryan, of course. Um, it it. How could you be surprised that this is going to be such a an intense uh, match and, and something that's going to be fun to watch? Because the, yeah. the three competitors involved, and you could say this for you know some other uh, matchups on the card, but the three competitors involved—they all have like been in positions to oh, yeah. carry uh, carry the company, so to speak, as some people would say. All three um, main events, you know, exactly, yeah. exactly. So this yeah. is going to be pretty exciting, and I'm more excited just talking about it, which. Um, again, wrestling is fun. Let's let's have fun with it and enjoy <laughs> yeah, it rather than uh, tearing it down. Exactly. So, I mean, a huge triple threat at Mania uh, between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. 
excited. I'm excited. That's all I got to say about that. Um, our next highlight. So uh, we get uh, Biggie and the Street Profits uh, versus Apollo and the Alpha Academy. I think it was the match itself. Who cares? But the um, we've got to recap the that weird finish at Fastlane. I wasn't sure if this was like intentional or not. I don't think they actually brought it up on the show yesterday, so maybe it it wasn't intentional. But we were watching and and. It, the match ended like abruptly. We couldn't tell whose shoulder was down. I'm con- I'm a little confused as to what is going on with Apollo. This was Apollo versus Big E. They had their their um, match at Fastlane, and Big E came out winning. But it it something with the pin was a little weird, and I I hope I, I'm not pointing out a mistake. I just thought no. at first I thought it was storyline wise. I, I think we were. I think we, like what I remember, and I don't know if this is right, but it, like we were looking at Biggie's shoulders almost like, oh, he's getting pinned. Oh, wait, his shoulders are up. So he's not being pinned. And at least for me, I didn't even realize that Apollo was being pinned as it was happening. And then, uh, yeah. So that that's what well, I maybe that's what it was. Well, that's yeah. your point. I think like, you know, again, I'm watching it, you know, live as it happens, you know, with the rest of the world. And like, to me, it was just like the, and I know I'm paid, you know, to analyze, but this is the best I could do. Like, just a lot was going on, right? Oh, okay. Like, like a lot was happening. And like, so what I took away from that was, all right, well, Biggie won. But like, you know, I feel like regardless of, like, you know, you know, you know, as Adam Pierce said, right, a referee's decision is final. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, you know, like ultimately, uh, what I took away from that was like, I had a pretty strong hunch that like, oh, well, after that, there has to be more. Like, you know, yeah. and I really enjoyed the match they were having, like, mm-hmm. you know, fast lane. And then, yeah, I think everyone was definitely taken off guard by how it ended. And then we didn't we didn't even need a promo or anything else to set it up. Like, we were just told it's happening at WrestleMania on Friday night. And I'm stoked. It's like, you know, I, I love what Apollo has been doing. I love Big E. Uh, like, you know, so it's, I, I love that, you know, what we got in that small sample size at Fastlane I think the fact that we'll get to see that on, you know, literally the grandest stage uh, and hopefully a more expanded fashion really has me excited. Yeah, that match itself was really good, like very hard hitting, very just emotionally driven. I really liked it. And and that makes sense because I when I originally saw it, I was like, oh, OK, so this is just an excuse to get them back on to WrestleMania. I, I, I didn't even think of it as like something that went wrong. I was just like, OK, so they're going to dispute the end. It's going to push it towards WrestleMania. So that's why I was like a little confused when they didn't even acknowledge it on Friday. Um, but I I like I like Apollo's new gimmick. I do. Like I said, I, I like the gimmick. I still think he is working a lot of it out. I, I really do. Um, like some things he came to the ring this time with the spear upside down. So I was like, wait, what's that? What's happening? So I didn't know that the that the, that the spear was supposed to be a certain way. Well, it the first two times he had it, it was point side up, and then now this time it was the the, the back was up. I don't yeah. know enough about Spears and less Edge yeah, or Roman either. So exactly, you know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I again, I love, I love the transition that he's doing. I whole, I love the whole back to the roots thing, but I do feel like he, he, um. I do feel like he's still trying to work out all the kinks to it, which is fine. Regardless, the match I think is going to be really good. And they, like I said, we they were announced for night was that night two? I think it was. Yes, night night two. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting. Like you know, I think people for a long time, like you know, we've even talked to Biggie about this on the show. Like people, you know, are like, 
you know, oh, can Biggie, you know, be reach his full potential if he's, you know, fun and jovial? I've always thought right. yes. But like, yes, you know, yeah. from that, I, I mean, I've always thought, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, <laughs> but like, uh, like, you know, now you're getting that more, even, even on Friday night, like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it's, it's not like, okay, Sunday happened, the last couple of weeks happened. And now it's like, you know, no, we're, we're building to a, what's become a very, very serious match at WrestleMania. Yes. And he's mm-hmm. still in that zone. So it's like, if, if you wanted to see Big E have, you know, quote unquote, his full range, like you're getting it now. And like, you know, I love either version of it, you know, but like, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I think this is organically going to become Big E whipped out and it terrifies me every time when he does that spear through the ropes at any match, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, horrified. Uh, he did yeah. it 20 seconds in at Fastlane. Oh it was God. like, typically you would see it after 20 minutes in a match. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, so it's like, I don't know, I think we're going to get something really yeah. close. Yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, let's, it's let's like get it out of the way. Up. Let's get out of the way. But man, oh, that, I was, this, uh, all of the meats, all of the meats in that match. <laughs> the meaty men. The meaty, all the meats. Yes. Yeah. Brisket. Yes, tricep meat, right? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Again, they seem to have really good chemistry too. We've seen it over the past few months. They have really good. Great, like you know, it's like you know, people sleep on Apollo. Like you know, he's oh yeah, yeah. He's in the conversation with Bianca as best athlete in the company. You know, and and that's why no matter like if the gimmick resonates with me or not, I think it is. I I go to his tweets now to see like after his uh he he. Embrace his roots. His engagement has shot up through the roof. Mm, that is what your gimmick should do. Like that is amazing yeah. to me. He is he has found something that it seems to be authentically him, and that's something that he wants to portray. And I'm all for it. I I I can't wait to see what happens after WrestleMania. But so far, this has just been a very good build for him and a uh, him and Big E, and for him to do this turn. I I, I like I said, I love it. Um, I want to see it finessed a little bit more, but I think he's doing a really good job. And then finally, just the final highlight we want to go into Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a match at WrestleMania. I'm pumped. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. I'm so excited, but I'm just so like, oh my God, I didn't see that coming anywhere. Like, we so I was at, I went to Battleground uh was that 2016 when it was here in uh, Washington DC. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, uh KO versus Sammy. Uh Sasha introduces Bailey as That's her tag team saying. partner. Yep. The the Shield Triple Threat, one of the best pay-per-views I've ever been to. And the Sammy KO match was just Classic. oh my god. Yeah. Seeing that mm. in person was just the chemistry that they have it's unexplainable. And so when we just showed up with this match, of course, I, I looked at my husband. I was like, we're getting KO and Sammy at WrestleMania. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'll take it. Like, I'll take it. I was talking to Matt Camp, who I co-host the bump with the other day. I was like, you know, it's like, have we ever seen it? Uh, we've seen the match a good amount of times. It's always been great. But I don't think we've ever seen it when, uh, you know, Sammy, J- Sammy Zane's being the big old jerk. Like, you know, yeah. it's a new it's a new dynamic on the whole thing, yeah. which I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's impossible to ha- for them to have a bad match. It's yes. always very likely that they're going to have a great match. And now you are still getting something new uh, in relation to it at WrestleMania. So I don't know. I think it's pretty rad. I mean, the, this this match will be it has potential to be through the roof. It 
the sky's the limit with these two together. So it'll be really interesting just to see what they come up with and put out there, especially like you're saying, Ryan, with Sammy as he is uh, with the documentary crew on yeah. at ringside. Um, yeah, it'll, there's a, for a side note, Logan Paul. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk we'll about what happens there. We'll I'm back on this Friday. Like, I was know. like, is this, what, yeah. is this happening? And I've seen things in the past about Logan Paul and WWE. Um, there are other people, other famous people who talk about being in WWE on Twitter, especially. <laughs> and, um, Logan Paul, like, I won't believe it. I, I kind of feel like Sami Zayn right now because I won't believe it until I see it. Not that graphic. My man, yeah. I think he's going to be there on Friday. I think it was a graphic. This, this past That's week on the bump, they literally had to track the progression of Sami and Logan Paul's dynamic, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call uh, they're it. Tweaked, so, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so we'll see. I mean, like, it is. 2021, man. If Logan falls on SmackDown on Friday, as promised, I, I, I he's promoted. I, I believe he'll be there. I mean, uh, we'll that's see what happens. That's so crazy. It's, and again, but that's, like, you know, again, you're getting Sammy KO, but that's just another layer. I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff as we get closer to this one. Yes, I hope. I wonder, um, it might be, I don't know if it's too late in the game to add a stipulation for them. I don't know, but I, I Sammy and KO again. They can wrestle just each other, but I love I love KO in a good stipulation match. That man just what, loves what to stipulation. His what body. do you want, Mari? What would you what? like? To I say? don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe um, because uh, KO hmm. just did a last man standing match. Um, I an I feel like match. Ooh. I want the crew involved, yeah. not the Sasha crew. I want the documentary crew involved. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in KO versus Sammy, man. Right, right, right. Hey, not a bad idea. I don't, like I, part. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah so. I can't wait. And I think this point, this uh, goes back to your point, Matt, about like any of, really any of these matches could be the show stealer of the night because they are just putting people with great chemistry on this, um, on these cards. So, I'm here for it, but uh, so what we got in the highlight for the week was uh, Kevin Owens invited Sammy on the KO show. Uh, Sammy came on the Kevin Owens show, talked about Logan Paul, put the graphic up, saying, "Do you believe me? Like I'm still, I can, I still want you in my evolved in my documentary. I still want to work with you." And Kevin Owens just kept saying, "I want you to answer one question for me," and that question was, uh, "Me versus you at WrestleMania." So we got the official challenge. Uh, Sammy looked a little scared, rightfully so. <laughs> <Yes>. So I, I'm excited. I, like, I, I really didn't see this coming at all. And um, I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the, the next two weeks too, just to hammer home um, why they're, they're going to be at, coming for each other. So other than that, any final thoughts on uh, Sammy versus KO? Can't wait. All right. I mean, honestly. Honestly, yeah. um, so I think that that wraps up the highlights for the week for SmackDown. Again, all of our, our highlights for the week can be found in a playlist in our show notes if you want to follow along. Um, while we still have Ryan here, I think Matt. I think what I want to do, we're, we're changing Uh-oh. it up here. We're switching Uh-oh. it up. Uh-oh. I think we got to go into our creator Rahapsler. And we thought his we thought his run in was enough, but wow, <laughs> yeah. we're we're just switching everything up. The, the, we're only in, we're not Throw even an hour window. in. We're not Throw even it out in. the window. It doesn't matter. Wow. Throw the script out the window. We have script a special gone. guest here, so we oh, just, we do we do, you what we want to do. <laughs> and and we have a very special segment for our special guest called Creator Rehapsler, where we will come up with a 
gimmick for you from our beautiful minds and you will choose who the winner is but we'll give you the gimmick we'll give you uh maybe we'll give you a name we might even give you a finishing move but i think i'm supposed to start this week uh and you know what i think i'm gonna go last week i ryan if you if you haven't heard it already don't go back and listen to me talking about like you know there was a whole gimmick called the nipple king it's a whole thing i tried um (laughs) don't worry about that but uh, we're We're going for it we'll probably get that deleted from our podcast feed if we can so um but you know i'm gonna start out by giving you a gimmick you know at first i was like i was liking this idea of like big papa popola but i you know Mm. i think uh I actually want to go in a slightly different direction. Okay, okay. I think retro, uh, we're going to go with retro Ryan Popola. You know, okay. I oh. think that what I want out of this gimmick is you have some fly 80s style glasses going on. You're too, you're basically as a member of the Sasha crew, you are inspired. Your origin story is that you're inspired by the boss status of Sasha Banks, but you take it a little bit too far. This is a heel character at first, where you show up, you are dressed... Um, did you ever watch Shaved by the Bell? I know, actually, that was a little before my time. Well, let me tell you, uh, Zach Morris, Zach Morris, uh, you know, bright colors, very 80s, very early 90s, you know... Uh, I see you wearing some of uh, what Zach Morris wore. Like you look like you're straight out of the max. You have that like spiked up hair that he had in the Zach attack. You have sequins. You wear sequined outfits. That's what's about. But your thing is, you kind of just show up with the mic. You're, you know, you're on the bump. The people will know that. That will be part of your gimmick too. But you're just cutting promos. You're, you're, you're schooling people uh, left and right on the mic. You know, throwing down some of those raps. Just picture what that looks like. I won't even try to try to come up with anything for you there. Um, but the key thing I, I think is that when you are coming down to the ring, so subtle. But you'll just have a lollipop. You'll have a lollipop in your mouth. I think that's like boss status. Uh, what's your favorite lollipop flavor? Uh, I, flavor? I, no. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever given it too much thought. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I think like a cherry Tootsie Pop, probably. There we go. You know? That's the type of lollipop you get to have. Maybe you have a unlimited pop? lollipops. Yeah. 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 I hope they do. You'll have blow pops. You right. can have a you can have a tootsie tootsie roll pop tootsie pop. Maybe both. With All right, you're, you're selling me with it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, and and so I think like when you get into the ring, people won't necessarily know what to make of you. They won't necessarily take you seriously because they're thinking, does this guy know that he's in 2021? Doesn't he know where we are right now? He thinks he's in the 80s. Well, the reality is you're going to throw people off with the glitz, the glam. You're going to blind them with the sequins when the lights are flashing off of your, 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 uh, your jacket, all of that stuff. And you're going to blow them away with your finisher, which I'm going to call the pop off. Right? Right? Not at all. The pop off. That's pretty cool. And and basically what the pop off is going to be, it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. It's going to be a big boot. Pretty simple. But you're going to knock their block off. You know, that's what's all, I'm from Jersey. So it's like I we're cry big on knocking blocks off. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you Retro Ryan Popola, but you're going to be this serious competitor in the ring, knocking people's blocks off with the pop-off left and right. And 
primarily a heel. I could see people really falling in love with you, kind of like the Zach Morris thing and bring sure. that to the mm-hmm. table. Who, who knows? Maybe, you know, you could you could have a crew just like Zach Morris. I could go on and on about Saved by the you, Bell, but they're yeah, not sponsoring this podcast. I could so, have a long um, day. But yeah, I, yeah. 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 So uh, that's the gimmick I, I have. And uh, here, okay. now I'm going to pass it over to Mari, who's going to... Uh, dominate me when it comes to the gimmick because I know right. she has no, something no, no. We'll see, we'll see. No, Mari's really great Mari's like really awesome with these characters I don't know but I mean like I'm, I'm I'm biased I'll make a decision at the end but I appreciate both of you <laughs> no watch she's really great <laughs> this is going to be the best to, character you're trying, make, you're trying to make my standards so high that they come I'm not, no I'm not your you're standards doing. are high yes you are yes you are you're trying to pick me up Wow, wow. I mean, I won't be bribing you with candy or anything what? like that. Yeah, it's like you're not four years old. Okay. So my gimmick, it, it it's again, it's like it is the I want to try and get as close to you uh to eleven though. Okay. So I want I want the gimmick to be like the king of Twitter. I want, I want, I I want the king of Twitter. I want you to come out and like, just maybe let's Gen Z it up. Whatever Gen Z says it is right now. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently not skinny jeans. I guess. I I certainly have no idea. I I I don't either. I wear a black t-shirt and joggers every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, we got to make it cooler. We got to make it cooler. You got to be like one of those cool internet Twitter people. Like maybe, oh, like an influencer. Yes. Like, like the, Hmm. the, the influencer, like you have brand name stuff you have the, the jacket that kind of yep. just sits on your shoulders like you're not sure, really sure. in the jacket what brand <laughs> what doesn't brand? matter just whatever brand whatever, is whatever that Gen week. Z at the moment yeah yes TikTok. exactly yeah. and you always come out you always come out with your microphone maybe okay. even like maybe we have like something set up at the top of the ramp where it's like a chair and a desk and you can just lean back, put your feet on it, and then just kind of deliver the bad news. Kind of like when Bad News Barrett used to deliver the bad news from the podium. Just much more casually. Yeah. Yes, yes, very casual. Just and then you just read people coming down the ramp, just like, oh my God, you just go king of Twitter, trolling, like just troll everybody who comes down the ramp. Uh, and I Again, your name, uh, your name is big. Your name is synonymous. You know what I'm saying? You want to, you kind of want to like keep that, but I haven't big been, I have, <laughs> but I haven't been giving people names. So I want to kind of like, uh, I want to give you another name just uh, because I've been kind of shirking that off and that I feel like that's a big thing of the, of the gimmick. So I think I want to go with your name would be, we're going to, it's going to be Richie. And then <laughs> I want to know where this is going. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be Richie. And I, at first, I was gonna say Anderson, but then I forgot. Like that's kind of there's already an Anderson lineage here. So um, let's let's go with. I'm looking at a random name generator. I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I'm, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mari, you're is literally like leading over, staring, leading through a list of last names. I don't you should go the same name. You have any of the choices yet? So you've just continually been clicking it. This is great. I'm loving this. Richie, Rich. Richie Emerson. I love that. It's just so influencing. 
Richie Emerson. And Emerson? Emerson. No, you have to put the T in there. You got to put the the letter that's kind of out of place, kind of. Sorry to all the Emersons out there. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Any Emersons who are fans of the pod, we apologize for this. Yes. So, Richie Emerson, the king of Twitter. Uh, you, you You always have your mic. You're always trolling people. You're sending out zingers. You have your fashion, your sunglasses, whatever you, ooh, whatever you're hawking, you're, you'll sell, sell your fit tea, your fit tea, like tummy at the ringside. Yeah, it's a tummy tea, like at the ringside. And then, <laughs> and then, so your finishing move, your finishing move. I, 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 if we're going to go with um, classic finishing moves, you just got to do the, the famouser. It's just like, I love a good famouser. It's just always famous it, is in it, the name. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, yeah. it gives that vibe of just like I, I'm better than you. So <laughs> I, I would love the, the the gimmick to be a famouser. Okay. And Richie Emerson, the king of Twitter. <laughs> Richie Emerson. I think that's better than. Uh, yeah, I there's a lot. Of... I, I still just made that up. I didn't even, it didn't even come up on the random name generator. I thought you'd go with like Richie Ryan or something like that. Like still get his name in there, but just like oh, switch true. it up a little you bit or like pull around. Yes, yeah. exactly. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll workshop shop it down the road. Emerson? So in, Emerson. Emerson. And you can always be. You can always be the heel. You can be the heel if you um, want to. Uh, Float into management. I I love again. Matt always comes at me, but I love manager roles. I hate that the manager sure. isn't as utilized as it should be. But you're always you always whenever I pitch manager roles, you're like, oh, why would you want to be the manager when you could be the actual superstar? Well, it's, I mean, that's my gimmick because I'm just trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I love sensational Sherry. I'm going like way back. That's I think my favorite manager of all so, time. So yeah, maybe. so. It is up to you, Ryan. Do you All want right. to do 80s Ryan or Quincy Ryan? <laughs> in other words, in other words, <laughs> retro, retro Ryan Popola or Richie Emerson. Emerson. Right. Sorry. The Emerson. king of Twitter. I you have to say the king of Twitter. Twitter Not to be confused yes. with Ralph Waldo Emer- Emerson. Is that his name? Who is that? Anyway. I, I think it's a writer. Just, just tell us it's your thoughts on both and then Books. Right. Let it give us who you pick. I think both are great. First of all, thank you both very much for your efforts here today. I really enjoyed both. Uh, Matt, you really won me over. I I don't know if you knew this about me. I I love Saved by the Bell. I love Zach Morris. I, Wait, like, what? Yeah, yeah no. But, yeah. I, <laughs> wow, I thought it was just going down a direction. No, like, I've never I mean, seen Saved my, by the Bell. Uh, on my list of all-time favorite programs, Saved by the Bell is at the very, very tip top. I listened to the Zach Morris podcast. I literally listened to the Zach Morris podcast last night before going to bed. I listened to it every wow. week. Uh, wow. So you hit on something there. Uh, you hit on something there. Uh, Mari, I, uh, I, I, I love that you took something that I'm known for, whether it be positive or negatively, with Twitter, <laughs> uh, and expanded it to something that I'm definitely by no way, shape, or form the king of Twitter or anything close to it, nor do I want to be, quite frankly. Me, you are. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. It's nice for people to say, no, no, not a title I'm interested in having, uh, but I appreciate the thought all the same. Uh, the deciding factor, guys, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, uh, the moxie to have the name generator on in real time really won me over. I give it to Mari strictly for the name generator. She had a plan, but she didn't have so much of a plan. Sometimes not prepping for the test is better than prepping for the test. 
Uh, yes. What? So- I didn't prep. I didn't prep. I, didn't, I was. I was literally not ready. I gave you a big boot out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Okay, oh, out of nowhere. I'll be honest. Real time, like Mari, there's just not a big order in your face. It's like I don't like any of these names. She just kept putting the name generator. I got to do something. I'm gonna lose. No. I, I had. I had the name generator up too. I had it. I had it. I swear. Name. Name generator. Dot com. Dot org. But I. I appreciate both of you. I, yeah, I think you Thank know what you. you know what to borrow from uh cat cat done from from big brother i think you guys are conspiring against me but i'll just uh i'll get my documentary crew on it and we'll see uh, i'll find the truth because i know i know i know there's some funny business going on literally you were listening to the zach morris po- uh, zach morris podcast Every week, yes. i did not have to your phone Matt. We're connected. We're connected. The decision is made. The decision yeah, is made. I legit had the whole gimmick. I just did not have a name because, yeah. like, send, send if, your if hate Matt, tweets to uh, Mari talks <laughs> too much and make sure you tag me like and at Cody Also running. on stereo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on stereo, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, because I, I, because a lot of our uh, guests, we just we 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 go lack on the lacks on the name. We we yeah. come up with a really good gimmick, but the name thing is like the that's like the hardest part. So I just wanted to try and do something different, and I I appreciate it so. Something about the real time nature of it just really won me over. Let me let me give you this. Let me give you one more thing. Uh, I'm calling on Rob Sesternino of Rob Has a Podcast <laughs> to overturn this decision. He's okay. the commissioner of the Rob Has a Podcast <laughs> League. I Rob Rob. Listen, Rob, I was not, I didn't hack Ryan's phone. I was so tapped in, Rob. You know this. Let me know. Let me know. We'll see. We'll see. Bob, if I call him, do the right thing. I think the decision should stand. But if we need I agree. I agree. The the rest decision is final. I'll have a petition. I'll have a petition. I'll have a protest. You'll see. You'll see my documentary in a few weeks. All right. Well, congratulations, Mari. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank that was you. a really great gimmick. And, and of course, Ryan, we just want to say thank you so much thank for you, coming really. on. I mean, my like, again, my cheeks are killing me. They hurt so much just from laughing. We've been <laughs> laughing nonstop <laughs> since yeah. we started. And when I tell you, like, this was just so, like, um, amazing to me. I, I asked you to come on. I was very trepidatious of sliding into your DMs to you to come on <laughs> because I love interacting with you on Twitter. Um, and we just really appreciate all the time that you've given us. And um, just the the love uh, of wrestling exudes from you, and it it really is everything that we try to um, embody here at the Wrestling Rehab Up. Um, please, yeah. uh, before you go, plug plug everything, plug sure. socials, plug plug everything. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Bodie's Ryan on Twitter. If it's pretty much all wrestling, unless, unless it's football season, then it's just wrestling and some football. And you can follow me on Instagram at Bodie's Ryan, where there's basically no wrestling. So it's a nice combination of the two. <laughs> Uh, the bump is every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on WWE Network on Peacock and all of WWE's social channels. So that's you can watch it on Facebook, you can watch it on Twitter, you can watch it on Instagram Live. Uh, really, if you have a device that has access to the internet, you can watch the bump. We have a lot of fun. It's me, Caleb Braxton, Matt Camp, and Evan T. Mack every week. We take you through the week in WWE. Uh, we have pay-per-view specials. And uh, it's WrestleMania season, so we got a lot going on. We'll have watch-along yeah. each night during WrestleMania. Uh, we have a bunch of other shows. I, I, I can't even do the math, guys, but like I You'll, you'll be seeing a lot of me and the crew during WrestleMania week. Uh, and so like, there's going to be a ton of stuff uh, more I can tell you about down the road. But yeah, the bump is just great. If, if you love 
WWE, if you love wrestling and you want to hear about it, and just kind of a, a fun, casual way like you're talking to your friends, I check it out. We have we have a, a loaded lineup of guests every week. Uh, this week we have Carmella coming on the show and, and many others. Uh, we get celebrities uh, every time, every now and again, which is awesome. Um, the show's been on for about a year and a half, and it's just it's been so cool and so fun. So that's yes. every Wednesday at 10 a.m. And uh, follow at WWE The Bump on all social platforms. And uh, we hope you check it out. Guys, this was seriously uh, a blast. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I appreciate what you guys are doing. And legitimately, everything you said was very nice. But I appreciate you having me on. This was a lot of fun. Uh, and you, well, number one, you'll always be Richie Emerson to me. Uh, <laughs> number two, uh, put in a good word because I, I'm, I'm, I know that uh, Carmel is looking for a new sommelier. Carmel's not a huge fan of me after everything with Sasha, if I'm being honest. It's but, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just... Did, Bring my resume to her, and maybe I will, maybe do, my, I will do my best, but I cannot promise that she'll even want to speak to me. But if I can be that, cool. yeah, yeah, I it's cool. I already, I already took an L today. I'll take another one with Carmel. I will. I know. I always want it. I, like, I, I just can't promise. I can't make a promise. I, I can't keep. So I will do my best. But the, the final thing I just want to say is, it's awesome to have you as part of this RHAP community. I know that it's been like. 10 years since the first time you appeared in RHAP or something like that for a decade and a half. And yeah, we did that first. I think I was one of the first like podcasts. Yeah, it was 2010. I think it was 11 years ago or so somewhere in there. Yeah. 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 Well, go you go. go. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Yeah, no. No, And like, so no, seriously. And I, it's like, it's been, you know, my, Stint with Big Brother over the summer. The fact that I was able to kind of get back into the yes. community, like, it was very fun. And the fact that it led to this is super cool. And yeah, I really, it's what, you know, again, I think what you guys are doing is really cool. It's like, you know, there's uh, wrestling is supposed to be fun. WWE is mm-hmm. supposed to be fun. Exactly. Uh, so I, uh, I really appreciate y'all and uh, happy to do it and would love to do it again. And I hope everybody enjoys WrestleMania. I'll just say right. thanks for popping in and popping off with us. So. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, That's guys. Fine. I appreciate y'all. Right. Bye, Ryan. Bye. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next show, we are going to get into Raw. We're going to get into the Raw highlights of the week. Um, Matt, uh, Raw was pretty good. I mean, a lot of stuff happened. I mean, just a lot of stuff really happened on Raw and, and a lot of fallout from the Fastlane uh, pay-per-view. But we're going to start with, uh, we, opened, we opened Raw with uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus. And Wow, this match was so hard hitting. Like, yeah. talk about big men slapping meats. Like, I literally, match. I was like, that was, I was like, is this what WWE is nowadays? Is that because that was exactly what came to mind for me as I was watching that? Like, wow, the, and yes. hard hitting. And you could see the welts on Sheamus from, uh-huh. uh, fr- from last week, I guess, yeah. or, you know, from, so uh, fast lane. Yeah. Last and, night, oh fast my, lane. yeah. From the night, the night before I met. So, before, yeah. so it's a lot. Uh, and whoa, Sheamus, I have to give a shout out to him because it's so everything that he's doing is just so hard hitting. Um, yeah. and he doesn't disappoint in terms of just giving us some of that big brute uh, force shout out to Seamus for the one time that he replied to <laughs> yeah. our tweet. But, friend yeah. of the pod, like that's friend of the <laughs> big time friend of. Yeah, I shouldn't undersell it. He's definitely a friend of the pod. No, no like, thanks for listening, Shay. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I really, I so I'm not 
sometimes I don't like the the big man matches. And originally I was like, oh, I'm just gonna skip through this. But no, I saw I was like, oh my God. Like it was just like it was so good. Just the both of them just teeing off on each other, it felt like. I was like, oh my God. It it didn't feel uh it didn't it didn't feel like um forced or it just felt like they did not like each other and that they were hitting each other as hard as they can. And I, I love that. Uh but we got the hurt business, which was Cedric Alexander and um mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin interfering in the match. They kind of took some pot shots at Seamus. Uh Bobby Lashley ended up yeah. beating Seamus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also took some liberties, I would say. Uh by no means was Bobby Lashley or MVP asking them to do that. Yes. Uh, exactly. Which we see come up a little bit later. Um, but yeah, they were they were back in the they were definitely in the picture and going to town on uh, Seamus and trying to trying to make a point. Yeah, and so this is the first. It's been the first time in a few weeks that uh, uh, Cedric and Shelton have been at ringside with Bobby Lashley. So they took their opportunities. They they beat up on Seamus. Bobby uh, pinned him. But afterwards, both Bobby and MVP yelled at them like, you made me look weak because you made it seem like I needed you to beat Seamus. I don't need you to beat Seamus. Um, so like, stay out of my business, basically. And Cedric and Shelton were like, well, you know, we're just trying to prove ourselves to you. And, and this, again, very logical storytelling because, you know, Shelton and Cedric just lost their tag team titles last week. Um, and I think they're they're now trying to make sure that they have a place in the hurt business. And like we've been talking about for the past few weeks, I think this is where we're going to get that that split. I think they've been gearing up to a hurt business split where just Bobby and MVP go off, so Bobby can be the champion. Um, so I think this is where what we're getting here. What do you think, Matt? Well, the only thing I can think about right now is that when I was looking at Bobby face, Bobby Lashley. Sorry, I need to show respect. Bobby Lashley, uh, face to face, the Mm -hmm. almighty face to face with Drew. Um, Bobby Lashley was soaked. Did you notice that? (laughs) He was drenched. He was like slippery, slippery when wet, you know, there were like, and then in comparison, Drew looked parched. I'm like, what happened to him? What? Did I miss something? I really feel like, like maybe Shane, Shane O'Mac, uh, Shane yeah. McMahon came around with like some, uh, some slime. He'll have to pour things on people. Right. So maybe he dumped <laughs> some water on, some on, on Lashley. But that was wild. Like that he literally looked like he was at, at the water park at yeah. SeaWorld. After the after the Sheamus uh, the Sheamus match when um, uh, Cedric and Shelton started beating up on Sheamus, Drew McIntyre came out to kind of help Sheamus because you know no matter what he's still a, a face, so he doesn't want people just beating up on people. And so he comes out. Bobby Lashley just had that full on match with <laughs> with Sheamus, so he's just pouring like he's like dripping sweat or something. Like and then Bobby Bobby Lashley's like like you know he he doesn't have much body hair, so like the the water <laughs> is just like. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when, when it, it, the water is just so prominent because there's nothing to like really soak it up. And I think that's yeah, where you get the. I think that's, that's where the explanation. The, yes, because Drew McIntyre on the flip side is very, very hairy. So like you don't get as much sweat sweatiness from him. And so, so you're telling me that if you if you walked up to Drew and just kind of wringed out his his chest <laughs> hair, it'll just soak down like exactly. a water park. Ooh, I don't mm, all I'm saying is I 
I know that like they wear suits all the time. I get I get money when I look at the Hurt Business, but not that kind of liquidity, Mari. Not that kind of liquidity. <laughs> yeah, um, that was just too much. He looked. He was very moist. Yes, he was. And so Drew basically like MVP told Bobby to like you know calm down, calm down. Drew started talking to him, say let's let's go, let's go. Um. So, uh, what it ended up being was uh. Uh, Cedric and Shelton tried to prove their worth to the Hurt Business by going on doing a two-on-one handicap match versus Drew McIntyre. And whoo, they tried it. They, they tried, tried it. it. They tried it, and they failed <laughs> because. Mm. But they, I will say, oh, mm-hmm. the whole that match, I loved Cedric Alexander in particular, and just his facial reactions for whatever reason. And don't ask me what I was thinking, but I. I really got uh, from the Hurt Business. I was getting Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe vibes, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, <laughs> you know, with with uh, just those. It was just ridiculous, and they were being thrown <laughs> around all over the place. And I never thought I'd compare Shelton Benjamin and Cedric oh, Alexander no. to to them. But hey, yeah. it's 2021. It's a weird year. Weirder stuff has happened. Exactly. And that, and yeah, they were, cause they were, they were basically just getting tossed around the ring and they, they lost to Drew McIntyre, which again made their standing in the hurt business even worse. So mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley and MVP again, but mostly Bobby yells at them saying their embarrassment. And then he goes into the locker room and offers the WWE championship match to whoever can put Drew out. Um, before WrestleMania, who can ever who can ever take him out before WrestleMania? He'll give that championship match to them. Uh, as the joke on Twitter was, he went to the twenty four seven champion uh, locker room. Did you see? Yeah. Like, I think he went to the wrong locker there. room. Yeah, he was like really fired up. I don't even think he, he he was not paying attention. But then again, if you're if you're talking about a group of people, a locker room that has probably better cardio than everyone else. I'd imagine it's the 24-7 division. They're always running around. They will catch. They will catch Drew eventually. Actually, on second thought, most of those guys uh, probably shouldn't be the people you're asking to to go successfully like, beat right. down Drew. It, they, they're still chasing after our truth for all I'm concerned. So, um, yeah, next time go to the other locker room. Who's, I don't know who's in the other locker room, but, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, the, cause the, you know, we don't want to disrespect anybody, but that was like, it was like, uh, everybody who runs after the 24 seven champion, they were all in that locker room. There was no Braun Strowman, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there was no Jeff Hardy, like none of that. It was no, but I was looking, I was really looking. I was like, you know what? I could see Drew Gulak, Gulak doing some damage with the Gulak on on Drew. Oh my God, so many Drews! But yeah, like yeah, I think we uh, look. If we actually got something out of that, like someone who emerged and said, "Okay, I'm gonna join the fight with the Hurt Business and go after Drew and like actually try," that'd be awesome. So I'm I'm curious to see how this all materializes and evolves. Definitely, right? Exactly. Um, so, I yeah. This, so what we're gonna get is like them trying to beat up Drew. This is kind of, I mean, it's kind of interesting. So Drew for the next two weeks is just gonna be kind of like just annihilating jobbers again. I, I'm fine with it again. Uh, this storyline is pretty hot. It's pretty hot going into WrestleMania, mostly because of Bobby Lashley's new attitude, him being the champion, him having MVP, um, and Drew wanting, you know. Wanting that WrestleMania moment, like we talked about a little bit earlier. So 
I like it. I like I said, I, I'm liking this storyline. I, I like everything that they're doing. Um I'm I'm just waiting for the, the match at WrestleMania at this point because I don't think there's anything more they can really do to build it. I think this the build has been solid. So there's nothing much more they can really do. Yeah, give it to us. That's gonna be a hard hitting match no matter how you slice it. So I'm ready for it. We need that. I think, you know, one thing when we talk about um, face versus face, even I was thinking about this and I think that there's a lot of blurred lines with people. This is definitely not face versus face, but right. uh, mm-hmm. thinking about face versus face, like one thing that I think has been successful is just when you have two people who are hard hitting going at each other. So I was thinking yeah. about Drew and Seamus, I think a, like a few months ago when Seamus was sort of on the fence and I think still in probably still in face mode when Drew yeah. and Seamus were teaming up before things broke down. And, you know, I'll take anything with Seamus. I have a new newfound appreciation for him. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so very solid, very solid build here. Um, so the next thing we get, we get a Miss TV. Uh, well, sorry, what do they call it? What do they call it? The highlights? What the, the highlight? What what is it when it's the both of them? The dirt sheet, the dirt sheet, the dirt sheet. Yeah. yeah. So Miz, Miz and Morrison come out for their uh, dirt sheet, and they uh, Miz challenges Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania, which was really cool. Miz runs down his list of accomplishments. They both run down their list of accomplishments again. Uh, yeah, again. Um, uh, Miz challenges Bad Bunny to the match, and then they pr- they say that they're going to premiere their new video. What do they call it? Uh, um, hey, 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 hop, hop, hop. Yeah. Well, no. So the world premiere is, is this coming week, but yeah. we got a preview. We got a little yeah. preview. Oh my god! Yes, we did. Hey, uh, hey, hop, hop, hop. But they they had some great dance moves, by the way. It was. I watched really that clip a few times. It's a, that yeah, was it's, pretty impressive. It's supposed to be their Bad Bunny diss track. I just, I don't know. Like, it's, it's supposed to be their Bad Bunny diss track. And it's called Hey Hey Hop Hop. And the clip it that they, they, that they showed, this, the clip that they sh- showed us was them in bunny suits at the top of mm-hmm. the ramp, ramp, just saying Hey Hey Hop Hop. And I was just like, what is going on? I was so I was so disappointed because as as you know, Mari, but as these listeners might not know, I was in the Thunderdome this past. Oh week. yes, oh uh, yeah, you, you know, and so I, I was in the Thunderdome at this point in the show, okay. and I got up and I ran. I uh, several years ago had a bunny suit. Was it a bunny for Halloween? And I couldn't find my bunny suit. But I wanted to be in the Thunderdome wearing my bunny suit in honor and support a bad bunny, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. the Miz and, and J-Mo. But uh, we'll have to dig up the bunny suit for next time. Yes. Thanks so, uh, uh, One of the best uh, RHAP uh, patrons ever, uh, Amy, Whoa. they yeah, yeah they, uh, they gave us uh, passes to the Thunderdome. Unfortunately, I saw it way too late, and by the time I tried to get into the Thunderdome, I could not. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't get in. The the seats were full. Um, but Matt, you were able to get in. So explain us. Explain to us a little bit. The Thunderdome is like uh, WWE's version of uh, like virtual crowds. So if you turn on Raw, you'll see the virtual crowds on all the virtual screens in the Thunderdome. So Matt, what was your experience like logging in for that? Yeah, it was kind of wild, actually, because the biggest thing that I'd mention is that it was 
you know, you're you're in the experience the whole time, except sometimes there are commercial breaks where you could get up and do your thing. But wow, I felt like I haven't had that much energy watching wrestling since being at a live show um, until being in the Thunderdome because you're just cheering. You're on. I, I saw myself at a couple of points in the crowd, which was wild. And you're just going off like my cheeks were literally sore from all of the cheering and going off and booing and everything. So it was it was an experience, but it was exhausting. I, I will admit. I had to leave early because I was just like, I can't keep cheering like this. I was losing my voice watching raw behind the screen. So I'm look, I'm, I would recommend it for anyone who wants to go to the Thunderdome. Go, go. You don't have to find parking or pay for it. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, so you're still cheering. Cause I, aren't you're they cheering. piping in? Aren't they piping in the so, sound? I thought you're cheering. You're cheering. And really? I think just a little behind the scenes note that there is like kind of a, a, you know, there's someone who's there who's just encouraging. Like if Asuka comes out, hey, it's Asuka, like cheer for her. You love Asuka, cheer for her. Or, you know, when Rhea Ripley debuted, something really similar. So um, you see it on the screens where everyone's cheering. Now, I am not great at like fake silent cheering. So I was loud. I was loud. Mm. And I hope. I just hope that uh, that it it paid off. But yeah, I, I saw myself in the background of like a couple of oh really uh, matches where way in the background, like literally, like you couldn't see my features, but I was like, oh, that's me, like moving on. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because you're you get the like being at shows, you would never really see yourself on the screen unless you were like front and center and close up and this was cool because it was just like oh there's my screen and there's me literally moving right now on my screen and that was kind of wild actually that's pretty cool we were um uh at the uh raw after uh brooklyn takeover in uh 2015 Mm -hmm. yeah 2015 i'm trying i'm trying to to, yeah in 2015 i remember that year yeah, we were in an area that was close to where Roman came down during the shield thing. So close, mm-hmm. like we were four seats away from the aisle, from the aisle that oh, he came no. down on. And the yeah, yes, did, the people you, next to me was were like trying to touch him. Like you can you can barely you can see us like just in the corner of I was the, gonna the say, screen. Like uh, just in the that, corner. That, that's what so that's cool. when it hurts. That's when it hurts. For some reason, so I was like when I was watching the when I got there was during the Asuka Peyton Royce match. And for whatever reason, the angle, they were just sitting on it. And I, I was like, what? That's me in the background. Now, no one would know it was me, but you know, that's, I think it's still a cool experience because it does actually feel like you're there with a bunch of people in a weird way. And really? I have to applaud WWE for that because I would have never thought, like, you would think that it's like watching on your screen and it's completely different. Um, and it's like just as exhilarating or and it slash exhausting as being at a show, which is cool. Yeah, because that was going to be my second question. So they like you're looking through your screen, but it's you're not being shown what's broadcast on USA. You're being shown what would be the vantage point from your seat. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. No, you're getting what's yeah, broadcast on. You're getting what's broadcast on USA. But I do think oh. that would be like. I think that would be. I was actually wondering about that before I joined because I was like, will I get? Like the view from where I'm sitting out to the oh, ring, okay. which if WWE does that sometime, I'll 
I would love that. I would go to all sorts of shows all the time doing that. But no, no, you get what's broadcast on USA plus also like some bonus content, so to speak, where it's like they're, they're wrestling, but it's not live on the network. Um, mm. you know, just the stuff that happens during commercial breaks, during basically. Commercial. And then you also do get some commercial breaks to actually, you know, step back from everything. But. The the oh. thing is, you just have to sit. You have to sit in the like. You have to sit at the camera. I think if you get up and walk away, um, I feel like they'll remove you or something if you walk away for long enough. But I didn't tempt fate. I I trust that the WWE producers would take me out if I didn't sit at my seat. Um, I don't know how that works, but it was really it was cool to be part of, and I'm I'm thankful to Amy for setting us up with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Cause that, cause so basically you're watching raw, like you would normally watch raw, except for a camera is on you now. <laughs> I yeah. Guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's, That's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. You're part, but you're part of the show and that's yeah, the you cool are thing. Part of the show. And yeah. I will say personally, like I felt more like in a lot of ways I felt like an actor cause I was just like, Oh, Rhea Ripley's here. Cheer, cheer, cheer. I will say, um, and I'm not sure how much we'll touch on it, but when, uh, well, We'll get yeah. to to Rhea's debut, but I will say yeah. uh, when to, to skip ahead a little when uh, Rhea just casually dropped the fact that Charlotte's out uh, because of COVID. I was not sure how to react, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah, positive so, experience overall. Again, uh, thank you so much, Amy. Uh, you can follow them at the Killer Queen on Twitter. Uh, I hope they wanted us to shout that out because that's what we just did. So. Oh, we did. <laughs> uh, uh, love, love, lovely uh, patron. Um, okay, so yeah, we really, we really got Miz and Bad Bunny uh, with the the challenge. Then the Miz, Miz had a, a match against Jeff Hardy. I was like, whoa, Jeff Hardy yeah. basically jobbed to the Miz to put the Miz over, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? That's that's fine. I just wasn't expecting it. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's shocking. I, were okay. you surprised? But, I mean, were you surprised? That's the no, Miz. He's it's awesome. The Miz. It, okay, yes. Miz is the only two-time Grand Slam champion. He is great. That's what I'm saying. But it's just very rarely no, do we... Mark, a, he's not great. He's awesome. Oh I walked out. I, don't, I didn't. I see. I, I didn't do the intro that. the normal way, so my vocal yeah. cords aren't warmed up. But right, it's um, fine. It's yeah, fine. He's, he's really good. He's really good. <laughs> so yeah. So it, that was just again a nothing burger of a match. We just got um, mm-hmm. uh, Miz and and Jeff, and then afterwards, Bad Bunny came and hit him. He did. He hit him with a was a chair. I think it was or a. Guitar. He hit him with something. Either he way, hit him with that bunny magic. That's what he hit him with. Oh and I'm, I'm I'm excited to see Bad Bunny in a uh, match, match to see what yeah. he does. Right. You know what, Mari? We need to get Bad Bunny on this podcast to do Crater Hapsler before Mania, so that he has like a full on gimmick. Okay, well, you your people can call his people to call our people because there is no way that man is like <laughs> he is a famous, famous, famous celebrity. And uh, our pool is I mean, not Ryan that Pola. I know, I know. Our pool isn't that great yet. Is that is that <laughs> great yet? So um, it's 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 uh, getting up there, Mari. We'll get we'll get uh bad we'll get bad on in a few weeks. Don't worry. Oh my god. So um 
<laughs> so he Sorry, hits, he hits uh. Liz with I think it was a chair. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. It's a little fuzzy. We it's been an exciting morning. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, and then Miz is just staring and, and, and Bad Bunny accepts the challenge. So we're getting Miz versus Bad Bunny one on one at WrestleMania. I, we've been talking about Bad Bunny's going to have a match at WrestleMania, but I, we both, didn't we both assume it was going to be a tag team match? We did. And I mean, it could still be one, but I'm a little confused because. I where does is Damien so Damien Priest is going to be at ringside with yeah. Bad Bunny, but not yeah, in, the, that's interesting. That's really yeah. Interesting. The graphic I don't they had it. Bad Bunny versus the Miz, and they had Damien Priest behind Bad Bunny, and they had uh, Morrison behind Miz. So either yeah. way, I we're going to get some sort of interference shenanigans, and I'm I'm excited. I want to see if Bad oh. Bunny. I want to see what Bad Bunny does. I'm really excited. I'm really excited, especially because one, like we've talked about how much, how clear it is that Bad Bunny is a fan and actually cares and know what knows what's going on and is invested. Um, but also, yeah, we, like the one on one aspect of this is so much more impressive than the tag team match because with the tag team yeah. match, you might say, Oh, he's going to come in and do a couple of things. You really have to wonder, like, how will this work one on one? What will he do? And how? How much has he been training? I'm yeah. curious, but I I think he's going to do an amazing job because when you are a wrestling fan like Mari, if someone said, look, we're going to in three months, we're going to have you at WrestleMania. I know you will be training. You will get ready. You will do all you can because you don't want to see yourself on that screen botching up everything that's happening. <laughs> exactly. So I... I love that he actually cares. Um, and I, I always think of uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, and I, you know, and I, I know that there are mixed opinions on her, but I appreciate the, the, just her shift to wrestling. And I feel like, believe it or not, even though Bad Bunny is not a, uh, an MMA fighter or the, the athlete in the same way, I, I know we're going to see something really awesome there and really, yeah. really powerful. He's going to look really yeah. good there. I completely agree. So I'm excited for that match. Again, another match that I'm excited for on the card. Uh, next up, we had uh, Asuka had a match with Peyton Royce. Uh, like we talked about, Peyton Royce did, uh, uh, basically called out Asuka on Raw Talk a few weeks ago, about two weeks ago. She said she wanted her shot at, at Asuka for a, a title match. Um, but we got Asuka versus Peyton here on Raw. And um I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to say. I, I really did not like this match. Oh my god! It was. Mm. It was not. It it's was. Not, it's okay, Mari. I didn't. What? It. What was your uh, <laughs> favorite part of this match? What was your perception of it? As because you, you said you were in the Thunderdome for it. I was in the Thunderdome, so I was. This is when I saw myself on the screen. So I was just like. I don't know if I'm supposed to be taking screenshots, but I was taking screenshots of me in the Thunderdome uh, in the crowd. So, look, I don't... Uh, the match was the match, but I think the highlight was what happened... Oh, no, but by far, the highlight was what happened after the fact. Yeah, it was, with yeah. With this grand debut that we finally got to see, or this re-debut. I don't know what we would call it exactly, but uh, that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so exactly. So the match with with Paven and Asuka, I just don't feel like they have much chemistry. Um, and we knew that it was not going to be good once Asuka, uh, Peyton Royce hit her finisher on, on Asuka. Technically, she hit her finisher, which is the Widow's Peak. It's Victoria's w- Widow's Peak. Mm. Uh, I don't, uh, in that clip, uh, uh, Peyton Royce hits it, but the, yeah. the commentators forget what she calls it. And they almost called it the widow's peak. It was like, it's just those things. Like if you didn't know it, you wouldn't have caught it. But um, uh, they, I think her, I think her name for it is the deja vu. And they, the only reason why I know that is because as she was coming out to the ringside, that's, they had it on the little, the little placard. It said her finishing move is called the deja vu. And um, she hit it, but because Oscar kicked out of it immediately, it, they're called, yeah, at one point the the announcers just go silent because they they're like, oh, she hit her finisher, but then it didn't finish anything, and we forgot the name of it. I'm gonna say this in like the most diplomatic way possible. Uh, uh-huh. Peyton Royce is a talented competitor from uh, from from down under in Australia, and <laughs> I think I- that the thing that that Peyton brings, uh, you know, my mate Peyton is that she brings so much talent and skill to the table when it comes to uh, wrestling, but at the same time, she, she has a lot of growth. She has a lot of growth that she needs to have Mari. Maybe she should be eating her brekkie a little bit more. And my mate will one day be the woman champion. What? Oh, <clears throat> Sorry. oh my God. My that was for a minute. Um, that was so yeah, good. I think, one day, I think Peyton one day will, will get there. Yes, exactly. And it it just goes to show you again, um, when you're technically they're not on the road, of course, but when you're not being prominently featured every week in the ring and -hmm. you don't have the performance center like NXT, like when you're on NXT to constantly stay sharp, you can get a little rusty. You need practice. Practice always pays off. And it's like we're getting we're getting we're I, I love that we're getting more of Peyton than I feel like we've seen. I mean, we, there was the raw talk segment and there wasn't a lot, um, you know, that, we, that we got from her in that, but the fact that she's just showing up and saying she cares and is passionate and wants yeah. to be the champion is actually a huge step because most of the roster is not uh, saying that they want the championship. So that's pretty yeah. awesome that we'll at least get that consideration from her. Exactly. So uh, after uh, Asuka makes Peyton tap to the Asuka lock, uh, Rhea Ripley comes down. Uh, She makes her Raw debut, which they have been hyping with just little vignettes for the past three or four weeks. And she just challenges Asuka to a title at WrestleMania on the spot. So, uh, Matt, what did you think? I mean, more of what you think, because you, you kind of talked about it, but just a little bit more before I say what I got. I, you know what? I really loved seeing her come out. I loved, I, this is the thing. Ray Ripley is so intense and she brings so much fire to the table. And yes, I know that she's from Australia, but I'm not going to do the Australian yeah. accent again because I got through that one. Yes, um, really great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank while you. you're ahead, yeah. They quit while I'm ahead, definitely, because sometimes it turns into a New Jersey accent. That's that's a strange transition. But you know what? Um, I liked the fire that we got in 
Asuka, and and I liked the, what we saw of Rhea. The thing that was interesting to me, Mari, actually, just to go back to the Thunderdome, is that when Asuka was facing Peyton Royce, it stood out to me that you know the producers in the Thunderdome said like, "Cheer for Asuka, cheer for Asuka." And I kind of was on the fence, like, what's Asuka doing? Because she decimated Shayna just the other week. And I wasn't sure if Asuka was going in more of a heel direction. But again, I, we're seeing face versus face here. And look, I don't know what they're going to do with this. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's going to have a huge long build, obviously, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the match. Yeah. I, I am definitely looking forward to the match. But I have never been like, again, I've never liked the whole, you just get, you automatically get a, a WrestleMania title, you know, feud, you know, <laughs> just walking in and be like, yeah, title. It's just, I just never been a fan of that, no matter who does it, to be quite honest. Yeah, how do you, how do you, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around it because... I don't know, like in, in kayfabe, like what's the explanation when you have, like we even, we saw Peyton Royce say she wanted a shot. I mean, obviously Charlotte, but there's a lot going on there. Um, and then we also saw uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke say yeah, that they wanted a championship match. So then how does Rhea skip to the front of the line? Right. And and so this is my problem with it, like on a few, on just a few levels. First, again, first, I just don't like people coming in and being like, "Oh, I get a title shot." No matter who you are, I just don't like it. Uh, two, you put so much pressure on that match. There is no build for this. Like, you, they have two weeks to build for it. I don't know what they're gonna go for. You know, I'm pretty sure they'll probably be in an obligatory contract signing or something like that. You know, um, but you have two weeks to build between two people. Rhea Rip, this is her first time stepping foot on Raw. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you put so much pressure on the match to be good. If you are going to do this, if you're going to go this route where the story, there's no story, it's just I'm challenging you for the title, that puts so much pressure on that match to basically be a banger. And Asuka does deliver banger matches. Now, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I, I don't think we've gotten Rhea like I'm trying to think back to like that that um the uh uh Survivor Series where NXT was involved I'm trying to think if Rhea ever had her at Mania last year with Charlotte well yeah yeah yeah, Rhea but I'm I'm saying Rhea with Asuka I'm trying to see if they were ever in a position just to like touch gloves for a second I don't think so I don't think so. so. And there was actually a tweet. There was a tweet from July last year from Rhea that said, I want to be in the ring with Asuka. And then this is what we're getting. So I know that there's been, I know that she's definitely happy about this match happening, especially at Mania. But it is kind of funny. um, Just on that note, like of all people, how bizarre is it that Rhea Ripley already competed at mania and had like this mania moment and now she's coming back and she's having a mania moment again like i don't feel like we've ever really seen anything like this where someone just kind of like mostly pops in for mania at least when it comes to the main roster pops in for mania and the rumble but hey i mean i i hope that that says that wwe has some plans for her i like the power that she brings i do think that there was probably a hipaa violation with her mentioning that charlotte yeah. had covid but and then i thought it was weird it's like charlotte has covid but we'll have a match yay like yeah. you know um that's so but i i'm i'm looking forward to just again hard hitting 
nature of this one. And then again, so add that to my list. I, I, I'm not finished with my list of complaints about this, Matt. Like again, I. Oh no, I was just interjecting. Yes, we are. We are a very positive uh, wrestling podcast, but I am going to point out the illogical bookings of some of this stuff. So, oh. uh, <laughs> right. So Go again, on. you have. Uh, Charlotte did mention on social media that she had COVID. That like that's why it's not breaking HIPAA because whatever, whatever. She she mentioned it to everybody. <laughs> Mari, far yeah. be it from me to actually have legal concerns. I know. And, uh, shout out to Melissa Denny, who is yes. the unofficial RHAP lawyer. Um, call her because I have no clue about any of that. But right. Hey. So so. But that, hippo, hippo. that little <laughs> that comment in itself it again ties Rhea to Charlotte because the hump that Rhea has had to overcome the second she stepped into WWE was that they they called her Charlotte 2.0. She's the new Charlotte, and I mean take that as pretty you will. Ridiculous, actually. It, it's pretty ridiculous. They called her that at the May Young Classic, dog. Like they called her that immediately. So but, it is wow. That was a good. I mean. And I think that's a huge compliment, especially when you're at the May Young Classic in that field of a bunch of people who some we haven't seen again. Right. And so I remember that. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I don't really see it. And I don't know where, like what the comparison is, is that they're tall and blonde. <laughs> yes. That's, that's where it seems to stop with me. Cause I don't, I don't see the correlation with the two of them personally, but yeah. it, it's a especially compliment. Yeah. Yes. Especially now it's a compliment, but that is, that's not, that's also not a compliment. Who comes into a, a business trying to be somebody else? That's not like, it's, it's great. You can say they remind you of Charlotte, but if you're just getting Charlotte 2.0 vibe vibes or being called that for your whole career, because we are now four plus years on from the Mae Young mm-hmm. classic. I think it's been uh for something like that and she's still yeah. getting those comparisons and then that whole thing the fiasco with Wrestlemania last year how you know she basically asked uh, Charlotte to pick her after Charlotte won the Rumble and then Charlotte beats her and takes her belt and then she disappears off mm-hmm. of TV after being built up like this yeah. is not this is a comparison Rhea should be actively trying to shake because you should be trying to be the next Rhea Ripley not not Charlotte Flair. And that's why I'm like, yeah. why are we still bringing this up into this? You know what? Episode? Actually, to build on that point, because I think that's a great point, and I didn't really truly think about it, but like the reality is, like, Ray Ripley does not need to beat Charlotte Flair or face Charlotte Flair again for that matter. You know, I, I feel like I like that point. Like, have her do her own thing in her own lane and we'll see how things develop, you know, because I think when you take Charlotte out of the equation and I mean, I don't even mean in terms of WrestleMania and mm-hmm. I, I wish Charlotte the best in her health, um, mm-hmm. of course, with COVID. But um, I, I just want to say, I think that like what who would we get? We could get Rhea with so many different people, so yeah. many different amazing uh, wrestlers and you know, I want to see her mixed up with others. Hopefully, we don't see her with uh, with Charlotte too soon. But I'm I'm guessing that's what we'll see. I think that's what we're getting. Yeah, because it brings me to my fourth point. She oh. is debuting on Raw. She's getting a title match at WrestleMania. With her history 
I'm assuming she's going to win it because again, they've been trying to figure out what to do with the title with Asuka. Uh, Asuka's had it for a long time, but had no storylines. So this only leads to me to think that Rhea is going to come on and she is going to take the, the title off of Asuka, which you are, I feel like this is a setup. Like, she is a young new star that is just making her debut. You immediately throw her into the title picture. At this point, she has to win it. She literally has to win it because of what happened to her last year. And then so she's going to be the title holder from jump before she even steps foot on raw, really. Right. So right. again, you're putting those very, very high expectations on somebody. It's, it's kind of like what they did, like with, um, Alexa Bliss almost like when she first came onto the main roster and was kind of thrown title titles, uh, at, at her. Like where, like where, where do we go from here if, if Rhea gets the title? Like she got, she got no chase. It's two weeks. It's a two week build. That's, that's a little bit of chase. And then you're the champion. I, I disagree with you in a sense that she, that means if she takes the title, she then has to beat Charlotte. She has to, because yeah. it would, at least that would be the next logical step that I would agree with. She needs to rewrite the wrong of the previous WrestleMania. She needs to, they need to use that match to be like, Rhea is no longer Charlotte 2.0. Rhea is her own self. And that's where yeah. you can go from there. But I've always hated when the challenge, when the, the champion seems like they're chasing the challenger. And I know if we get a Rhea versus Charlotte storyline, this is what we're going to get. Cause this, this happens with Charlotte a lot. Ray is going to be the champion, but going to be perceived as the weaker of the two. And that yeah. pisses me off just thinking about it. So let me just get out of my crawl out of my negative bubble and just say <laughs> that I, I am looking forward to the Oscar and Rhea match because I'm hoping they can work some magic together. I feel like Oscar, Oscar does t- tend to seem like one of those wrestlers that can pull anything out of anybody else but i do also mm-hmm. think that her dance partners need to be able to keep up with her so i hope it's a good match but i am very trepidatious about where they go with the raw women's title after this coming through with the latanya starks words exactly <laughs> all every, <laughs> every episode every episode mari you're uh-huh. just dropping that grammar on us but yeah i think uh, i'm i'm excited for what we'll see i think for me i would just add that nothing is better than a great story and there's yeah, not a lot exactly. of story here which exactly. is unfortunate but we i mean we'll get that We'll get story down the line. So I'll take a great match out of them at Mania any day. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so just a quick little mention of the sh- uh, Shayna and Nia with Reggie versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Um, we still haven't gotten any word about if the women's tag team titles are going to be featured at WrestleMania. And- I would assume. They have they've to been be. So like, pro- those two have been so, so prominently featured. Yeah, and they've yeah. been so they've been great. So I'm I am ninety nine percent sure we're going to see it. I would imagine that it would be Nia and Shayna versus the two who were on commentary, mm-hmm. Naomi and Lana, who were dressed like my retro Ryan Papola. Yeah. I think they kind of inspired that gimmick uh, yeah. personally, but so good, like so so freaking good. Um, so uh, we again we got that match of uh, Shayna and Nia versus Dan- Dan- Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Um, of course, Shayna and Nia retained. I don't even know if I can tell if it was a championship match or not. I think it's just a match. 
because they're trying to figure out who's going to be the number one contenders. Yeah. Naomi and Lana were on commentary and it was really funny. Like it was kind of funny. Like uh, they were on commentary and, and Naomi would say something. Naomi would be like, I think we deserve a shot. And then Lana was like, yeah, we deserve a shot. And then like, yeah. did you see that? It was like, Naomi would say something that Lana would come back up and follow be like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the little sister of the group. It was, it's really funny. And on another note, just talking about Naomi on commentary, she actually said something that has literally come from your mouth, which is who is Reginald? Why, <laughs> yes. why is Reginald? always in women's business and i thought yeah. is naomi listening to this podcast oh what? my i would die she, she, <laughs> i think that was a wink oh to you God. mari i think i think naomi's uh die. she's probably a what do we call our listeners perhaps rehapomaniacs rehapomaniacs well we still let's, gotta, we let's still come gotta back to that later that. yes but we'll work uh, that. Uh, i'm a certified naomob i love naomi no, uh no. so if she if she said she was listening to us, I would die. But I thought that was you. that was a that was a great uh that was a great point because she said she did say who is Reggie? Why is Reggie here? And she said, I want a piece of him, but not in that way. And yeah, I, I appreciate was cracking. That. I'm like, I, thank I you for clarifying to just then yeah, get him. Get him. Let's get Naomi versus Reginald, Reginald. at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's what we want. No, oh my god, can you imagine that could you imagine the acrobatics of that one? That would be crazy, but I wanted at Raw so that she can go for the titles at WrestleMania. But yeah, so yeah, so yeah. at the end of that, Naomi and Lana said like, "Oh, they think that they want another shot at the, the belts. They want another shot at the belts." So hopefully, we have two more weeks. Um, they they've already had that built-in storyline of Naomi and Lana with Lana like you know Lana saying that uh, Naomi is the partnership that she's wanted for years now, which is from what I understand is true because they've been on um, Total Divas together for at least three or four years and they've always um loved uh just pairing and, and tagging together so um i would love to get naomi naomi and lana versus Shayna and naya at wrestlemania um and uh, also at the end of the match so naya and reginald uh they they won naya brought reginald mm. into the ring they did like this like kind of like this dance move thing Reggie was step or something yeah, yes holding the belt and Shayna was in the background like <sighs> like just like Shayna then like broke their hands and then got into the middle of them and held the, the championship up so they have been teasing this naya Shayna break too so i oh i'm so excited i'm so no, excited no i kind of no, I, you don't I want to feel break like shana needs to shana needs to be more adaptable like she just needs to kind of get with the program have fun shana come on this is wrestling we we've said it like 10 different times on this podcast have fun dance around a little do a little right. Cirque to so reginald with him, with him. yeah come on shana Search to show Reginald. I love that. Uh, I just, it. I, I just like this whole. They've they've been doing it where, where um, Shayna has been in the background of the TikToks that Naya and Reggie do, and just looking like, why is he here? Like everybody is asking, why is Reggie here? So yeah. if we get um, Reggie causing uh, Shayna and Naya to break up or to lose their titles, I then hope it maybe it'll it'll. It doesn't have to like every tag team that breaks up do not need to immediately go into a feud. Like I, I don't mm -hmm. really think I would care if Naya and Shayna started feuding. Really, um, 
it might be an option so that they can work their way up to try one of them to try and get to that, that raw women's title. Again, I would love Shayna um, facing some uh, facing either Rhea or Asuka or somebody for the title down the road later right. on in the year. Um, but I would look for a breakup. And then somebody said, I, dang, I need a uh, Twitter. Somebody said, if they break up uh, Nia and Shayna and then Nia goes off by herself with Reggie, they want a Latino heat style, like China, oh, Eddie no. Guerrero, Latino, like uh, the Latin. That would be amazing. That would be so good. That was that'd be man. amazing. I'm just upset, like because I'm already feeling my sides hurting from all the laughing and just yes, this they're good. I would love to see that. And the other mm-hmm. thing I'd love to see would be um, yeah, because this actually does touch on some of the China Naya comparisons, and yeah. you know we've seen Naya in the Rumble. Um, famously, yeah. saw her take mm-hmm. the RKO and mm-hmm. some other some other abuse there, but she can handle. It like, are we gonna see Nia Jax in the world title picture? <laughs> I don't know about all of that, but I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see her and Reggie just like as a twosome and just give us those Eddie Guerrero China vibes with the funny vignettes of them, like just kind of like with the shopping vignette that they did, just them going on dates and stuff. I would love that. I I don't care. That is such like old school WWE like funny things like they're in the in, in the hotel room the with roses. the room surface yes like the that's roses. what i want the roses the, she has the, the little, little oh my yeah. gosh yeah there's so That'd there's so, so much fun. there there's so there much is. there um no nobody could hold a candle to eddie guerrero but reginald yeah very true. And Naya are different. And I think that, but uh, I like the call back to that type of dynamic. And I hope we yeah. see it in 2021. I really do too. Um, so, and then finally, uh, we got Randy Orton one, wanted to summon the fiend. So we have to leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> you almost had a lighting rig fall on your head. Like you think that maybe it's time to say, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like none of this happened. I'm just going to stay home for a few weeks, maybe show up at mania, do something, but he needs to stop. Randy Orton needs to know when to quit. Because he's going to get seriously hurt. He's going to end up looking like the fiend. Burnt and disfigured. Yes. So at Fastlane, finally, uh, Randy and Alexa had the, the the confrontation. I guess, like you said, Alexa started playing with Randy's mind. She dropped the light rig very close to him. You think <laughs> um, she had to pay for that? I don't know, but that was that was close. I was like, "Ooh, Jesus!" Like, um, not, you know, not great. <laughs> yes, and oh, we were talking about it on the fascinating watch party. Uh, Alexa's makeup was amazing. She looks so mm. like gaunt, and like her eye makeup is really dark, and it was so creepy. I loved it, and so yeah. we finally got Alexa luring Randy back into the ring, and then a hand just emerges from what did they say on Raw? The the depths of hell, yes. and it it is the fiend's hand, and the fiend emerges all. Oh, burnt and crispy and scary looking so we kind of got exactly what we said we wanted last week we said we wanted the theme to come back really super powered and weird and man did we get it uh what did you think of the fiend's emergence at Fastlane? Ooh, i mean so we were expecting that the fiend would come back and it's not surprising but the thing that was 
that that threw me off a little bit about the fiend at fast lane was that we didn't get the jack in the box at fast lane. I thought that Alexa was going to crank the jack in the box, the pen- pentagram jack in the box, uh, straight from hell, and mm-hmm. you know the fiend would pop up. We didn't see that happen. That that was interesting. We saw the pentagram jack in the box on yeah Raw, on Raw. Yeah, that was really fascinating that we didn't get that at fast lane because I was expecting that to be tied to the fiend showing up at fast lane i mean in my head i almost feel like like maybe alexa was like oh damn i left i left the pentagram jack in the box in my other yeah, know, suitcase my so, other, uh, apron tutu thing yeah my other my other uh like uh purple pants uh yeah. style situation yeah yeah, yeah i think my other scary did. costume yeah my yeah. other scary costume oh man i got them confused but no i i loved it and i think that we I'm curious to see the progression of this now that the fiend is back. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, on Raw on Monday, we got him come back. We got Orton um, uh, confronting him, trying to throw more gas on him. I'm like, okay, so you're going to try and light him up again, Randy? If like that didn't work the first time, then what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just like Randy. Okay. Crater Hapsler, Randy does need a new gimmick. He needs a gimmick that doesn't involve him doing any of the stuff that he's doing like right now. Because not even from an entertainment standpoint, but from a uh, safety standpoint, we need him to get away from the fire. This is not 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 cool, man. He's he needs to he needs to chill. He needs his vacation. Randy's yeah. been through a lot. Yeah, he's been through a lot. I, his mind has been so heavily messed with. He had the black tar gooey stuff coming out of his throat Ugh. before Alexa even came out at Fastlane. So it's been really fun. I, I, I again, I love this storyline. There are a lot of people who don't like it. They think it's so not good. They don't think it. They think it's really bad looking. Who are these care. people? Who are these I've people? Seen it. I've seen these people on Twitter. They, they honestly do not them. like the storyline. I don't know them. They're not yeah. on the podcast. They right. don't watch with me. I don't hear from them. And they can have their opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Everybody has their opinion. But, yes. and I mean, they, enjoy it. I think they really underestimate how that the, the supernatural stuff and how the really coolness of it really brings in casual viewers. Because all of our... In, exactly. Mm, yeah, that's all the of ridiculous stuff. That's the ridiculous stuff where people are like, "Oh, I think wrestling is one thing," and then you show them a picture of Alexa skipping around the ring with her pigtails and makeup, and then the fiend like looking over Rand or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. We get all these ridiculous things where people stop and say, "Wait, that's what wrestling is now. What's going on?" And they actually lean in and tune in. So I'm all for anything that's going to bring more people into watch and and actually pay attention to this stuff for better or for worse. Exactly. So uh, I like it. I, the fiend looks crazy scary. He looks very scary, very gross. The burnness of it, it's it's really interesting. He looks like one of those, like, I don't know if they called them like goons or something, but like in Power Rangers, they have these like these kind of um, misshapen, gooey, grayish kind of yeah, monster putties. thing. Putties, the putties. Yeah, he looks like a putty kind of. <laughs> a putty with well, some some nice clothes on. I was about to say, well, let's Burn hope clothes. he doesn't he doesn't have like the the combat skills of a putty because like one hit and they're done. Like, <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. If that's what <laughs> It's like Alexa could take all this punishment, but boom, and he just explodes. But yeah, yeah. 
He can handle a lot. We we saw him burn to death, so he can, yeah. he can handle a hit. So this is great. We they confirmed that it's going to be Randy Orton versus the Fiend, and I again I think. Like I like we said last week, I don't think we're gonna get any more Bray Wyatt. I don't think I think if we're getting more Funhouse, it's gonna be Alexa. I think all we're gonna see is this version of the Fiend. I think um, I, I'm I'm into it. I, I can't wait to see uh, more basically. So um, you know, on that note, I kind of would love to see putting out into the universe. I would love to see Alexa just in this form, continuing with this gimmick, even if it's beyond The Fiend, we haven't seen her interact a ton with the women's locker room in this gimmick, and I'd be curious to see what that looks like. I mean, I'll also take normal Alexa if she becomes uh, depossessed or whatever, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, this is pretty pretty nice to, to get these odd gimmicks out of all three of these people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, like you said, Alexa is doing a great job. Again, I I love a good manager valet role. So she, mm-hmm. if she wants to continue to do this, um, because I do know she has like she has like a lot of history uh, with injuries, and she is just now she recently mm-hmm. got engaged. So I think that I wonder oh. if the this is really helping her, like the the just acting. Like I think she really likes the acting portion of it. So, um. Great job all around to everybody. Um, So that's it for our highlights of the week. All of our highlights of the week can be found in our show notes below in a really nice, neat, clean uh, playlist if you want to follow along. So we're just going to move directly into our shoot segment for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, the shoot is when you whenever we just feel like going off on anything unplanned, unscripted from this week of wrestling. And I think um, one of the things we just want to lightly talk about is the WWE also just released their uh, WWE's 50 greatest women's list. So <laughs> I know another hot topic on wrestling Twitter this week. I, again, let me just tell you my approach to this map. No list that any like WWE is going to put out or anybody puts out is everybody going to agree with. Like, there's just no way. There, there's no way. Even if you put a fan poll, a fan voted list out there, everybody's still going to complain about different things. So the way I want us to kind of approach this is maybe let's, let's, uh, point out two women's spots that we feel like they should have been higher, like two women who we feel like should have been higher on the list and maybe two women that we feel, um, are, are, I don't know if I want to say are too high. Well, let me give you this. Let me give you you the real, real deal from over here. Now, if I'm going to be the Stephen Fishback to your Rob Sestern, you know, let me just point (laughs) out, I really feel like ranking is arbitrary and reductive. That's right, is arbitrary and reductive. And frankly, I haven't looked at this list at the rankings. I've seen a lot of people post about it, but I said to myself, this is just going to make me upset irrationally. Exactly. Why am I going to look at this list? What's the point? I don't know who put this together. This wasn't a fan vote that put it together. It was put it together by somebody and they have opinions. <laughs> Everyone has opinions. What's the point of ranking people? I do think there are people who definitely should have been higher. You could probably make that argument for everyone on the list. And I'm sure everyone's made that argument for somebody. But the list is interesting because we did get to see 50 people. And you know what? Actually, before going to like who should have been higher or what that, you know, is there anyone you felt was missing from the list? Hmm. 
I have to uh, let me think about it. I just want to stop and thank uh, JH on Twitter. He reached out to me and he mm-hmm. said he's really interested in um, hearing what we have to say about the 50 greatest women's list. Again, I told him exactly like you. I just tried not to engage with it, to be quite honest, just because, like you said, it's just it's just for arguments to argument's sake. That's yeah. all. It, that's all it was for. But um, so we have we have full disclosure, <laughs> just like the name generator, I guess. <sighs> We have the yeah. list right here in front of us. Um, honestly, off the top of my head, I don't think that there's anybody on there that I'm like, dang, she should have been on there. Um, because basically, if if I had to think of my favorites, I, I see every single one of my favorites on here. So, yeah. Uh, do yeah. you have somebody that you... No, no. And I, I think like that's the thing. And literally, I'm looking at this list for the first time. I just think it's ridiculous. Like, we don't... Yeah. I go back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago when mainly uh, Natty was on Twitter talking about the... Yeah. So, mm-hmm. If you have $15, choose your crew kind of thing. And I mean, it's one thing to be like rated as $1 and then other people are rated as $5. But it's another thing to be number 50 on the list. I will say, you know, if you are Tony Storm or Kaylee Ray or Shotzi Blackheart, maybe you're looking at this like, okay, like I have a lot of a long way to go in my career. But at the same time, I just don't like the idea of anyone like of, of Ember Moon, for example, being number 41. Like, 41, yeah. Well, who does that serve? And who, what exactly. criteria is that based on? And yeah. I, I just don't, I don't think I, that we especially need Especially when you have like Lacey Evans is at 39, two spaces above Ember mm-hmm. Moon. And uh, no, like, no, like, no shade, but like, there's at uh, least, I think, I think all of the women behind her, yeah, uh, yeah every single, every single one of them, except for Candace behind her, all have won championships. Lacey Evans has never won a yeah. championship. So it's yeah. kind of like, it's, it's it, like you said, it's just, it really is reductive because wh- who's making, what is the, what's the criteria? What is this? And, and it's like, and then you have Stephanie McMahon on the list who it's like, okay, what's the criteria? Because yeah. Stephanie to me falls at an interesting point. She's number yeah. 23 on this list. But I mean, depending on the criteria, I think you could either put Stephanie a lot higher or a lot lower, Lower, especially with her longevity. So that's, I just don't like to break this stuff down because I, you know, I I hope that no one's looking at this and taking it too seriously. And when I say no one, I mean the people who are on the list, but (laughs) I keep going back to what Natty was, was saying. And it's like, this does not determine anyone's worth, um, but it does kind of, it is, I can imagine it might be kind of tough to be told by whoever is creating this, that, um, you know, that you are number, whatever that number might be. They're all phenomenal in different ways. And again, um, it doesn't matter. Like the number, the top 10 don't need to be your top 10. Um, Anyone can be your top 10, but right. Exactly. Like, uh, are there other other thoughts you had on the list? I know you mentioned some like questions up top to consider. Yeah, I because when you asked is there anybody on the list that I did a 
that you don't see on the list. You, so they had to have had some criteria because the sensational Sherry and Miss Elizabeth aren't on the list. So I think they, mm-hmm. they had to have ruled out like managers and, you know, or something like that, even though sensational Sherry did more, way more wrestling. She did than, it all. Yeah. Miss Elizabeth did. So, and they don't have any, and speaking of which, they don't have a lot of people from that error. Oh, you know what? I think there was a criteria where they said it was from, they only went back to 1993. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, WWE specified they only went back to 1993. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Actually, you know what? Let me say this, that I love Gail Kim. Yeah. (laughs) I I love Gail Kim. But I actually have a great... We're not going to get to the Gail Kim story, but an incredible person. Like, I met her when I was a kid and still am a fan. But she, it's strange that she is... 33 on this list of WWE women superstars because mm-hmm. WWE kind of treated her like trash. I mean, she did right. debut and win exactly. the championship, but like, I, that's one where I think it's really interesting. And I would put her very high on my list. She's on my Mount Rushmore, as some people yeah. might remember, but mm-hmm. that's a strange ranking. So I, this is where I'm kind of like, mm, not going to read too much into it, but. You can yeah. always reshuffle the list. We could be here for hours reshuffling this list and we adding really people could. and taking we them really off. Could. Exactly. Yeah. And my only other thought for the list was the Bella Twins. Like the Bella Twins come in at twenty six. Wow. Like Ooh. I, they should be much higher. Like I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks about their wrestling or whatever. Um, they they came in as models, and I think a lot of people hold that against them. Which is fine. They came in as models. They came in an, during an era where wrestling was not as much asked of women as it is today. But I think, especially Nikki Bella, uh, she has she has worked so hard to to be the longest reigning Divas Champion before they you know they took that out. And a lot of people, again, they don't like they don't like her and they don't like the Bella Twins. But the Bella Twins and starting the the total divas and all of that, that brought a significant portion of the audience to WWE. I've, I've told so many stories on this podcast of ha- about how many events I've been to. Every pay-per-view or every regular event that I've been to, like a good 25% to like 35% of the audience all would come in Bella gear, like hands down. Yeah. It would be a sea of red, especially when we first when we first started going to events back in like 2015. Like sea of red. If lots you of went, lots of Nikki Bella cosplay, especially Nikki. at shows. Yes, exactly, exactly. Lots of Nikki Bella cosplay. Men and women. Men, Men and, and women. women. Yes, yes. Like I would say, I would say, I would always see Nikki Bella stuff, and then I would always see Sasha stuff. Right around that 2015, 2016, it would be those would be one and two with like women cosplays. It would that's all you would see at the events, and every merch table you go to. It's John Cena stuff is always there, even though he hasn't wrestled in 10 years, like at that point. And there's always Bella stuff, even when the Bellas were gone. So to, I, I, I really think that having them, first off, ranking them both together, I think is kind of what, cause I love Brie as well, but Brie just, um, you know, she just didn't take to it like Nikki did. And, uh, 
but to to disrespect the both of them by having not disrespect, I shouldn't say no. that because nobody should be taking this list that that serious. But Here's for them to be say, actually, that high, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, just to like jump into, I like what you what we're starting to do, which is kind of looking at the list and even taking like a positive lens of like mm-hmm. who are people who. I mean, we're not trying to bump anyone off the list or down the list, but people right. who could use more recognition. And exactly. actually, I'm really happy to see at the number they are. Believe it or not, is Luna Vashon at 24? Yes, Luna, yes. I'm actually really surprised by, not because of her performance and character, but just like in 2021, who would have thought that Luna Vashon was getting that kind of recognition? Out of everyone on this list, Luna Vashon probably has received possibly has received the least recognition. I mean, you have Luna, you have Bull Nakano, you have um, a couple of others who just aren't mentioned as much. So to see her all the way at 24 is really powerful. And I know that she had uh, such a great legacy um, and a unique character, unique legacy, definitely old school with the family legacy in there. So I, I'm glad that she's there. I'm, I'm just, it is one thing I'll say that's nice forgetting about the rankings is that we actually again in 2021 get to see some of these women's names yeah exactly see them get a shout out and some recognition even if you know they could be higher or lower on the list so yeah I, I really wish I they just it. I almost wish they just put the names out without the numbers attached because you know, yeah. Just honoring these 50 women, calling them the 50 greatest women in no particular order. Or, you know what I'm saying? Just like that yeah. might sound, people might be like, oh, that's so participation trophy of you. But I, I honestly think that every single woman on this list have like given themselves to the business in such a way that they have impacted um, wrestling as a whole. I, I really, truly believe that. So mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah. like you said, I'm glad that they got a, um, we're seeing their names as them being honored. Uh, And the only other thing I'll throw in is that, and maybe this exists now that people have been talking about this list so much, but I would love to see like an objective list, even if it's by stuff that's in kayfabe, right? So put this list together by number of wins, number of championships. (laughs) Like If they're in the hall of fame, you weight that somehow. And I would just like to see like, based on the criteria who falls where basically um, based on stats <laughs> yeah based on stats that would be interesting and it might be like maybe what? Trish is at 15 <laughs> but then we see someone like Natalia even so i i think that would be fun to see just so it's not like hey this is who we think is the best but it's like based on the numbers of this kayfabe thing that's supposed to be fun, here's who's actually the best, believe it or not, and then it's just fun, but you know? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I personally don't like that concept because they decide who gets the stats and stuff I like mean, that. Yeah, and that, and that list will be very, like, less diverse. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're being completely I'll honest. It. I'll take it. Expose well, people. I, yeah, it's expose. like I want to know. The, I want to know the <laughs> truth. Expose them. <laughs> it's like no, expose the truth. I want to know the truth. Who I want to look, look. Let me just say, there are a lot of people who I love who could probably be higher on the list, but <laughs> this isn't my list. And I'm on a website where I can't edit it, so it's definitely not my list. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Shout out to the women. That's all I've got to say. 
Yeah. So if anybody wants to see the list, um, there you can just uh, Google fifty uh, WWE fifty greatest women superstars. I will read the top ten for those who are curious. Uh, at number ten, we have Bailey. <laughs> at number nine, we have Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. At number eight, we have Alita. Mm-hmm. At number seven, we have Alondra Blaze. At number six, we have Sasha Banks. Uh, at number uh, five, uh, we have Asha. Sa- Mari, put some. Who who's at number six? Sir, Sa- Sasha Banks. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to do a list here. You're. you're I want to hear you say her name with passion. Sasha Crew. I oh, I have the lots boss. of passion. At <laughs> number six, we have the boss. Sasha Why would Banks. I- I would not big her up at number six because I know she's number one in my heart. So that's oh, why I'm sorry. just objectively reading it and saying Sasha Banks is at number six. Don't come for Trish Stratus. Number five. Okay. Number five is Asuka. Number four is China. Number yeah. three is Becky Lynch. Number mm-hmm. two is Charlotte Flair. And number one is Trish Stratus. Actually, I do say that, but I probably, I, I probably do agree with Trish being the number one. I, I actually oh, think totally. that is the one that I completely agree with, no matter what. Um, totally, especially I would say after her match, which I want to say it's her best match ever, maybe just from a technical standpoint. But Charlotte versus Trish was like something I was not emotionally ready for at SummerSlam a couple years ago because I didn't think that Trish who hadn't been wrestling still had all of that in her and she took some of the biggest bumps of her career in that match mm-hmm. so I have so much respect for Trish out of that and and you know yeah. what arbitrary and reductive it's fine arbitrary, whatever yeah. it's cool yeah. love who you love <laughs> I don't know exactly. how that's turned into that but yeah love whatever wrestlers you love right Okay, so I think that's it for this podcast. I mean, Matt, whew, this is this has been so great. This has been a, a a good one. I I can feel it. This is this is the good one. I I love this podcast. Um, so uh, just let the people know where can they find you, Matt? One more time. Wow, you can find me at Matt Scotchy W on Twitter. Tweets, do the tweets. Um, who knows if you tweet me asking for an Australian accent, maybe I'll just <laughs> slide it into the middle of an episode as an Easter egg for, yeah, for there you. you go. Um, we're listening, we're paying attention and shout yeah. out to those who are uh, paying attention and who are really yeah. engaged with this. But you can also find me over at the job has a squad cast group of patrons and the general RHEP patrons group and you know who knows where i'll pop up i'm always tapped into the rhap universe so i might be over on clubhouse just creeping Mm on uh, some of the conversations there so you never know you never know but where where can people find you mari Okay, you can always find me at Mari Talks Too Much on Twitter, too, like the number two. <laughs> I'm also there on Stereo and Mari Talks Too Much. Hopefully, we can get some stereos going, especially for WrestleMania weekend. We're cooking some things up for you guys for WrestleMania week. So just uh, stick with us. Uh, this will be our, our long haul to the finale. Uh, can you smell <laughs> what the pod? is cooking yes so um yeah so just stay tuned stay plugged in follow us on all of our social media platforms um please uh rate uh subscribe and review and leave reviews at the wrestling rehab up on anywhere you get your podcast um 
You can again always email us at wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. Uh, tweet us using hashtag wrestling up or just send a direct message to us at wrestling up on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, you can add us. We'll, we'll add you back. Thank you yeah. to everybody who has been engaging with us. Um, uh, Force of Will, been very good. Edmo, Ashley, thank you so much to all the patrons. Uh, the Killer Queen, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, I think we can get up out of here, right, Matt? We are doing this thing. It was amazing to have Ryan Popola. Yeah. Uh, it's cool to know that, Mari, you are going to be the next Ryan Popola of what? RHAP. <laughs> going from RHAP to WWE down the line. I'm manifesting it now. You're We're going to on your own show one day. Uh, but this was so cool. And I feel like a full circle thing where mm-hmm. we were able to talk with Ryan, kind of yes. get his perspective. He's an old friend of RHAP. And yes, very yeah, well. you never really know what to expect on this podcast. He came in with yep. that steel chair and, and basically <laughs> took us out. That was awesome. Exactly. Yes. And um, also, I will be, of course, covering BBKN9 uh, in and out periodically. Um, I'm also, I'll be popping up on a lot of podcasts, you know, you know how I do. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> you might hear me a few times this week. Um, but other than that, everybody, uh, have a great day, have a great weekend, and vo- avoid any flying elbows. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.